Hello and welcome to um, the Hogcast Speedy Delivery pre-show. <laughs> I uh-huh. guess that's what this is now. We haven't started the episode yet. What do they call the the AEW pre-show they do every week or whatever? The, <laughs> the buy-in? Yeah, the buy-in. Well, there's AEW the... Dark, and then there's AEW Dark Elevation, and then there's um, the Wait, buy-in is for the pay-per-views. What the fuck is the Elevation bar? The Elevation is where they kind of feature kind of like main... How do I say this? There's kind of like top-level talent. That's sure. kind of being relegated to dark elevation so that they can build up wins or oh, do like off TV storylines that then can be filtered and incorporated into the main TV show. It's to make sure somebody like Orange Cassidy, who doesn't have a lot going on right now, uh-huh. is still wrestling and still has a storyline going. So you don't think that he's like fired or whatever. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because yeah, they've got in the main show. They've only got so much time each week. Right, which famously yeah. here at Hogcast, it's kind of a similar situation where Alan's always threatening to cut me. Yeah, I'm but, threatening. Russ has. See, here's the thing you don't realize about Hogcast. Russ has like five or six other bits that he tries to do at every episode, <laughs> and I have to edit yeah. all of them out. And all of them, you know, a lot of them sound. You know, the tuna fish song by the Grease Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most of them are that <laughs> him replacing tuna fish with other words. Uh, I'm always hit, talking about hobbledygee. Hobbledygee, bobbledygee. You know how there's like, you know how, uh, I think the most famous one is, uh, who's the guy who voices, uh, Master Shake, Dana Snyder? Uh-huh. Um, it's, he's become like this weird voice acting out comedy guy, but he's actually like this huge goofball who loves like lounge comedy. <laughs> Fuck yes. So, you know, a lot of people purport that Hogcast is anti-comedy. I'm actually like an old school vaudeville guy. I love... I love the classics. Hey, what's over here? And I've always want to have a big glass of whiskey in my hand. And Alan doesn't mm-hmm. pr- care for that. No, I'm trying I to know. get you to become a ventriloquist. <laughs> I think I said that's a better form of lounge comedy. That was the ultimate form of performance back then. <laughs> it is funny to be to be the idea of like the out comedy ventriloquist. Like yeah. David Spade in 1996. He's like, here's my little buddy. Not David Spade, David Cross. Yeah, um, David or David Cross, Spade. Like, I'd like to see David Spade do a, a ventriloquist routine at some point. Do you think ventriloquism is going to? Do you think there could be a ventriloquist of the left to challenge? Uh, um, Russ, Jeff Ima- Benham. Imagine I'm giving a big shit-eating green grin right now. <laughs> we can make big money. No, Russ, you don't understand. VTubers are already that. No, they're already ventriloquists. That's so nuts. Think about it. The, the biggest it's ventriloquist true. today, it's it's Hyakuntum uh, Anbaros Solomon, or whatever the fuck I'm her name just, is. I'm just imagining Corona going, I kill you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't ask Corona your opinions on, on Jeff Dunham. She probably, they probably actually like Jeff Dunham and, and for some reason. <laughs> I, I like to imagine she doesn't, or she doesn't get it. She's like, chili pepper, or something, yeah. I don't know. I bet she What's likes the name the, of the pepper? What's the name of the very tasteful pepper? Uh, uh, oh God, he has like a Mexican name. I don't know. He's like the, it's like Pedro or something. Well, I, oh, I know it. I just wanted you to say it because I don't want to. Get... I don't actually know what it is. <laughs> I'm, I know I'm the only the only one I know is Ahmed the Dead Terrorist because he had his own movie that one time. You don't remember Walter? Oh, do you mean the that, old man? The old man. The old. There's Peanut Walter, the pepper. I. I'm going to say, I think it's Felipe the Pepper. Okay. Uh, uh, whatever. Let me look it up. <laughs> Jeff Dunham I'm Pepper name. No, no, I don't think it is. Uh, whatever. Who cares? 
I'm not gonna. I'm not Jose gonna Jalapeno. Break, so. It's Jose Jalapeno oh. on a stick. <laughs> I for, how did I forget about on the on a stick? That's the whole. That's the whole joke. That's so funny, dude. I'm laughing Man, just thinking I'm about laughing, it. Actually. I'm laughing. Uh, I do like that. Um, much like that one Nathan for you joke, the only white person, the only white puppet is old. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, I guess this ties into our uh, pre-show, what we're doing this week. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so famously on our last episode, we uh, called out our enemies. We lost our first episode in a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, frankly, all of those enemies who I don't even remember anymore because they've been so thoroughly defeated. Mm-hmm. We kind of had our own little radio war, and our problem is is that we're kind of like One Punch Man, but like we never had a mid second season. Yeah, <laughs> we just are only having a top tier first season forever. Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're 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 holding out for Madhouse for that second season. <laughs> we are a bit of a Madhouse because uh, we kind of had our uh, radio war One Punch Man thing where we defeated all of our enemies. We don't have any more enemies. Yeah. It's true. They're all they're all dead in the ground as far as I as far as <laughs> they're I all know. buried six feet under. Uh-huh. Jeff Dunham, uh, he might be our last enemy, and I'm gonna silence him now. Uh, Jeff Dunham, you're not funny. Watch as he tumbles into bankruptcy. The man's over. His watch puppet, it, watch, watch as he tumbles into an open grave. Watch out, Zachary Quinto. You're you're six feet under now. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take but, Walter but, uh, and we're on the other hand, Zachary Quinto, my friend. Yes. Um, well, what embarrassing thing could we do to Walter? We're going to make Walter, we're going to stick our hand up Walter's butt. That's the old man puppet, right? That's the old and man. then force him to follow Sharia law. <laughs> we're going to make him say that rap is not crap. <laughs> uh, he's going to say this three, six mafia stuff is actually we're gonna make very him cool. Put, we're going to make him put baggy pants on <laughs> and he won't be able to pull them up. He's going to have to sag. He's going to have to sag his pants. We're going to take off his little suspenders and throw him right in the trash and make him wear the loosest, loosest jeans he's ever worn. Well, oh. uh, what is the, what is the Junko jeans? Rap? He's wearing Junko jeans. He's not he's even wearing, wearing any jeans. cool. He's not even wearing cool jeans. He's just wearing We're going to force Walter to dress like Jonathan Davis circa 2004. <laughs> yeah. New metal Walter. <laughs> metal Walter. <laughs> then we're going to make peanut wear, uh, we're gonna make Peanut wear um uh a backwards baseball cap, and uh he's gonna be um Fred Durst, Limp Biscuit, and they're gonna be the new metal puppets. That's what we're gonna do to Jeff Dunham. Honestly, we what? should get some. We should get some new metal puppets. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. There's. So, there should be uh there should be a new, I think, new metal is we're getting to that point in time where like our nostalgia. Our like the, our nostalgia like front is moving always forward in time. So like we're getting to like '90s nostalgia, and as soon as we hit late '90s, early 2000s nostalgia, and like maybe about five years, then it's gonna just be new metal everywhere, new metal <laughs> born again. Finally, rap, rap and rock will reunite. One of the ancient, way, as the ancient, ancient legends foretell, as, as the scrolls of Aerosmith and Run, Run DMC <laughs> foretold. Oh, uh, the Zoomers will, and then the Zoomers will finally be free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll finally understand. That might be the only rock that exists when that happens is like is new metal. That might be the only rock that exists anymore. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but we, we were talking about, okay. Uh, so to finally get to our point last, last episode, we addressed our enemies and they've all been soundly defeated. Jeff Dunham to join the body count soon. Uh-huh. Um, 
And uh, so instead of using these powers for negativity and destroying others, we're going to use them for positivity. So we're going to address our friends, friends mm-hmm. of Hogcast, people who've always stood by us. And I- I'm assuming that um, with the powers that we use to destroy our enemies, we're going to elevate our friends. So mm-hmm. I guess the first thing we're going to do is uh, we're going to thank every lesbian who lives uh-huh. outside of America. And you know what? Just to be a nice guy, every lesbian in America. Why, it's you are Pride all month. now. <laughs> yeah, it is Pride Month. So um, with Hogcast Blessing, you will be more powerful than ever this year. Yeah. Why you listen to our show, I don't know, other than you probably watch the same anime as us. And have <laughs> I don't even very... watch anime anymore. Well, I do, so it, it's, I'm still on that wavelength, I guess. Right. Well, hey, right. hey all the, the most lesbian anime this, this season, it's Birdie Wing, and we watch that. That's true. That is very true. That is so you're true. You're kind of like that... a, the Glinchard lesbian wavelength. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the primal curve. <laughs> That's what Selen was trying to get into. She's trying to get into that, bird, that birdie wing. Damn, dude. Man. Uh, this, I want to. I want to bless. Say bless up to to my friends. Uh, the guys from Triple R. <laughs> Those guys are swagged <laughs> out. You, like, I don't think on. they need more W's, but you know what? Just throw an extra one on the pile. Like, look, you know, like, yeah, they don't, they don't need my help. They're already like glowing gods among men, but like, but I will, I will, uh, I will swear my fealty to them. <laughs> You'll join the revolution. You'll free India. Yeah. 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 I mean, oh yeah. If, if we, if we were putting people on our list, I would put the British on my list. Easy. <laughs> on my, on my, on my evil list and kick them out. <laughs> but, uh, and, and, and I, I mean the fucking jubilee. I'm sick of hearing about it. I'm You're sick, sick of hearing, of hearing about, this droop, about it. This droopy horse. We were gonna put Paddington on this list because we're such little Paddington freaks. We love those movies and it won't shut up about them, even though it's twenty fucking twenty two. But uh, why do people uh, like the movie? What does he do exactly? I he's just like a charming little guy. I I probably like that movie if I saw it. I just I mean Kojima uh, said like it made him cry and <laughs> like he was the best movie <laughs> of all time. So like I'm yeah, assuming it's pretty good. It, it's in. It's the inverse of uh, um, sh- what feeling shame for your deeds and actions or whatever. Yeah, you'll feel good about when Paddington eats the marmalade <laughs> or whatever the fuck. <laughs> marmalade sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm saying. Sure he- I'm just saying him being from darkest Peru is a bit sus. I think we need to call <laughs> in Paddington. Paddington, we need to have a talk. And you know what? I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. This isn't. We're not addressing our friend or our enemy. We're just just uh, addressing a public um, figure, Paddington Bear. A public figure, like in journalism. Yeah, he's a public figure, so we're allowed to pry into his life a little bit within mm-hmm. reason. People are. We are trying to pass legislation to keep people from protesting out of Paddington Bear's house because <laughs> they wrote. They wrote. Uh, they wrote. Speak out on Peru on the sidewalk, <laughs> and he got. And he got really scared. <laughs> oh wait, I was about to do. Oh bother! But that's when he. Well, poo. you're allowed to do that now because it's public domain. Oh, that's true. We should make we. Should, what if we just made this hogcast speedy delivery Winnie the Pooh, hogcast sticky uh, sticky delivery, <laughs> sticky honey, sticky honey because he loves honey and he loves the smackering of it. Um, uh, it's not cutie honey though. We're not talking Gona Guy. Also, uh, our friend, our next friend that we want to address, Gona Guy. Another year of love, another year of life, another year of happiness for the king. And I hope that uh, you do something with the Kekko Common franchise. I want more of it. I hope I want her to use her coochie for justice. There's a real thing. 
What, and, what is this? Uh, hey, what? What? What's going on? You don't you don't remember Kecko Common? I think I talk about it at least once a year, and every time you go, what's that again? That's the one. That's the Go to Guy series about the lady who um only wears gloves and boots and a mask and fights people by um choking them with her uh legs. And oh her... wait, okay. So hold on. I I don't remember who Go to Guy is. Is he the my balls guy? No, 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 no. Kecko Com uh, Go to Guy is the guy who created a uh, Devil Man. The Devil Man. Uh, man. Okay. Yeah, the guy who created Devil Man, uh, Mazinger Z, Cutie Honey, you know, all the important stuff. You know, important all, stuff. The important stuff, the stuff that we're still talking about. I've seen know? this Kecko Common lady. Okay, I've, I've seen this mask. He's still with us. He's 76 years old. He's younger than I thought he was. But anyway. Yeah. Well, that, this keeps him young. Yeah, it keeps him powerful and it keeps him strong. And yeah, anyway. Uh, Alan, any other friends you want to address? Friends of Hogcast that we must defend, that we must make more powerful, that we must put our energy into. I'm I'm channeling my energy to David Cronenberg uh, after Crimes <laughs> of the Future this this weekend. I'm hoping the energy causes him to gr- to grow new organs inside of his body that he can right. use to make more, better movies. Uh, right. Like so, he can make his movies even more fantastical. Uh, maybe he'll right. grow some new eyes that it can see in 4K or something. <laughs> Maybe he could grow a third eye in the middle of his forehead for the uh, viewfinder on a camera. Yeah, but probably. Well, well, if, if I know anything about how how this usually works, he'll probably just grow a vagina somewhere on his body because I think <laughs> that's how most of this stuff usually turns out. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh wait. Okay, yeah, Russ. Yeah. We we were talking about it a little bit before the move the the show, but uh, have you seen Crash? 1996. No, I still have never seen Crash. I'm not. I'm. I'm very behind on Cronenberg. I've watched Scanners, and that's about it. Well, you've watched uh, The Fly, right? Yes, and The Fly. Yes, I always okay. forget that's one of his because it's kind of his more Hollywood one. Which yeah, is, it is like it's when so cool. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Crash 1996, man. If if you wanted to, if you this is this was like a the weird pre-internet kink <laughs> communities that that were popping up. I think. Uh, except it was about, except about people that were just horny about car crashes. But like these guys, like if this movie happened like five years in the future, they would have all been in an IRC chat is what I'm trying to say. They would have all been on Craigslist. Like everybody in the movie crash, like would be like in our IRC channel with each other. And they don't, they solve racism with like a yellow filter over it or something. No, (laughs) God damn it. I, we need to, we need to change that name of the other movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that what is about like car crash car crash fetishes and yet it is the least perverted of the two it's yeah, the one yeah. for lesser that one, less per, lesser perverted of the crash movies yeah the, the movie that's about uh that's about people that have a, a a death related fetish where they crash cars and uh and and deform their bodies in car accidents that one is a more realistic depiction of the real world than crash the the whatever that other fucking movie came out that won the fucking oscar didn't it Right, right. Best picture crash. The funniest crash. part about that movie, the funniest part about that crash movie is that if it came out on Netflix now, there would be stands for it and people would yell at you if you said it was bad. <laughs> That's the thing is it would be just like important uh, and it would just be like be prestige. Pe- people would tell me I need to watch it, but like nobody would really watch it. It would just be like about that. <laughs> it'd be like the same level as like one of those fucking comedy specials on Netflix. It is the most watched thing of all time. It'll yeah, be like, like oh, wow, more human beings have seen it than the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, the other guy we're giving energy to is the guy who smeared the cream on the Mona Lisa. That's cool. 
shouts out to that guy. Um, I, I'm I'm hoping he's like the cream man now. The, you think he's like the a, a Batman style like cream villain? <laughs> he's like Stilt Man. Yeah, he's the cre- the creamster. Now, what if he's one of the? Now, what if he's one of the creamsmen? <laughs> That's another movie series I need to watch. I need to fucking watch the Kingsman. Uh, I don't need, I don't, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe I shouldn't watch I, that. No, I, I don't give a you shit. You know dude. what? I realize they're British and that's why they serve the monarchy, <laughs> the king, which is bad. So maybe I shouldn't right. watch that. Uh, I don't think you should watch it because it looks lame, but <laughs> I just I heard, I... I just heard that there's that one Kingsman two where somebody uses a weapon that is basically like survivor from uh stone ocean. That it just makes cool. everybody fight each other to the death. And like, that's cool. I like that. But uh, I don't like anything any else. Any other friends that we need to we need to shout out who need our help? Like, uh, who boy? Hmm. Well, I do hear some flip flapping of a of, of of one of my friends coming in. <laughs> well, I guess we should start the show. This is Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me as always, my co-host Alan Black. Welcome, Alan. And with me as always is uh some guy that's flapping in the window here and go. Oh, Alan, I'm here, and I'm smiling and happy. It's a beautiful Pride Month, and I want to shout out all my beautiful friends in the LGBTQ plus society. Or should it be LGBTQ plus to add Toydarians? Oh, Alan. I, I think maybe we should. There's, there's so few Toydarians on Earth, you know. I know, it's so true, Alan. Alan, I am your friend this month. I'm usually so negative, but last week I listened to the podcast, Alan, and I want want to say, Alan, good person, good head on their shoulders, friendly as all get out. We love Alan here uh, on Tatooine. Oh, that's that's great. I hope to vacation in Tatooine sometime, Watto. Oh, Alan, you can stay at my place and sleep on my... Uh, sleep pod in my Bakta tank, Alan. Oh fuck! I I I wish I had it. If you got a spare Bakta tank, I'll buy it off you. <laughs> oh, 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 that will be three hundred credits, Alan. Ooh, let me get some cred sticks, and I'll 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 take you up on that later, Wado. I'll Venmo you the creds. Hmm. Okay, well, Wado's gone now. Okay, bye. Well, uh, Wado was very nice and pleasant to you this week. Still hasn't said anything to me. Yeah, I he's he. That's the other thing is he makes eye contact with you for like. <laughs> Half a second when he flies in the room. <laughs> and then he just looks away and talks to me. I, uh, there is something about it that's a little like, oh, okay. For, what, you know, what did whatever. you, uh, like, what did you do to Watto? <laughs> did you say something about, did you say something about Shmi? Uh, I might have said some negative things about Shmi. Oh, no, he's going to slap you. <laughs> he's going to slap the <laughs> shit out of you, man. Oh, Ru- oh Russ, man. Oh, no, fuck. <laughs> Uh, Wado, Wado, what's up? Why are you oh, back here? Russ, man, get the fuck back. <laughs> get the fuck back. Oh, Alan, please, I'm gonna kick this fucker's ass, Alan. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God, he slapped the shit out of me. Oh, my God, that was a loud slap. Listen, it's my job as the MILF hunter to hunt the ultimate MILF, the MILF who's never been with another man. I'm sorry. Oh, with the immaculate MILF. <laughs> the immaculate MILF. I couldn't help myself. Oh, Wado, I'm so sorry. Wado, was, you gotta under, I, Wado, you gotta understand the temptation that, that that must pose to a MILF hunter. <laughs> As the MILF hunter. Wado, please. I, I'll never forgive you, Russ, man. Wado, are we still on for, uh, we still on for poker next Tuesday? Oh, Alan, I will always play poker with you, Alan. Alan. All right, sounds good.
Wow. Ow, my face. I have a big, I have a big three-fingered slap mark on my face like an anime character. You know, you wouldn't think with with him like flo- floating in the air, he wouldn't be able to get enough good leverage to slap you that hard, but he did. <laughs> it was it, it was something else, dude. Yeah, man. R- a real stinger. Yeah. Ooh, but you know what? You know what's you know what's also something else for us? A what? a beautiful hot pizza pie. That's right. Pizza pizza. Hail Caesar, <laughs> our our hottest segment, the pizza segment. Oh my god, I can't believe Little Caesar is here. He's finally made it. Yep. Wado all these years, and finally to have Little Caesar himself in the room is just something beautiful, and it's organic, and it's heartwarming. Yeah, Russ, do you want to ask him any questions while I got him here? <laughs> uh, how does it feel? Have you ever faced any Italian persecution before? Pizza, pizza. <laughs> I think that says it all. You know what? We have to strive better as a community to be more. I'm apologizing for my MILF hunter comments. Listen, you know, I try to keep my job and my social life separate. Mm-hmm. But um, as a MILF hunter, what I said crossed the line. And as, a, uh, and as, as an American, I think we need to think of Italian people more than just their... Um, <laughs> pizza <laughs> their food stuffs is all i'm saying you know what i that's great that's so great russ <laughs> this is our most positive episode yet russ i got another guest here hi guys real life peter griffin here you know what really grinds my gears racism <laughs> finally that's right we have brought on real life peter griffin to be our <laughs> diversity counselor on the show now <laughs> yep Look, we wanted some after his divorce with real life Lois. We wanted some. Uh, we wanted some people to <laughs> the ultimate minority, a divorced man. Yeah, the, we wanted to give some. We wanted to give a voice to the divorced on the on our podcast. <laughs> and as a divorced man, he could see a lot of parallels between him and his uh, and and the plight of other by POC people. Yeah, the, exactly. By by POCD. Um, black, indigenous, people of color, and uh, divorce, 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 <laughs> divorce, yeah, yeah. And um, it's so good to have him on. And uh, you know, Peter Thiel's funding the podcast now. Um, after uh, uh was it Red Scare had to drop out, and we kind of yeah. moved in on their spot. Yeah, <laughs> so... yeah, yep. we're wearing like twil- twelve different scarves <laughs> right now. <laughs> we're it's tweeting the fr- we're tweeting the frog meme. The little, the little um, tiny. Is this frog. rare scare jokes? Yeah, this is things that they all do. But, uh, <laughs> I don't. I mean, one of us is in succession. Yeah, that's true. Wait, is one of the red scare people in succession? Yeah, Dasha, right? Is she? Yeah, she's oh, one of the. She's the Miss Succession. Miss Succession. Oh. <laughs> Miss Succession. She's like the bad guy of the show. She's like a Joker. She. <laughs> uh, see. Everybody thinks that she's Miss Succession, but the big twist at the... Sorry for anybody who hasn't seen season two of Succession yet. Or three? I don't remember where we are at that show. Um, at the end of the last episode of the latest season, and her somebody reveals her nameplate was actually, like, char- uh, taped over. It was actually Miss Seduction. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she was actually trying to steal the big media company from uh, Rogan Loy. Uh huh. L- Logan Roy. Rogan Loy. <laughs> Spoonerized it. Well, Rogan, he changed his name as Rogan Loy to get past a uh, uh, 
a big lawsuit. It's actually kind of like a giant legal battle, JoJo's battle. That's the show. Oh, that'd be see. I like I like the idea of a, a legal JoJo's battle. <laughs> uh, that's well, kind of like that, that's kind of like that one guy from uh, Jujutsu Kaisen that has the Judge Man power. But whatever. <laughs> I'm so behind on JJK. Man, that show that shit's good. They introduced a manga man, a guy with manga based powers. That's always good. Yeah, it's always good. It's always good when they do that because uh, it's basically just like we get another Rohan. It's kind of like how every cartoon in the 90s, and he probably even still today, has an episode about making a cartoon. Like there was the the Rocco's Modern Life episode, and there was the... And those were the best ones, Wacky Deli. <laughs> yeah, Wacky Deli, and then there was the... What was the one? What was the Ren and Stimpy episode about the guy? Like <laughs> I can't remember. The the where Red becomes an abusive asshole. <laughs> That's every episode, Rose. I know. I couldn't think of it, so I was doing a little bit. Oh, of a can you thing. imagine? Can you imagine if we got a Zoomer to watch Ren and Stimpy today? <laughs> they die. It's like a Dorito for a Victorian child. <laughs> Retweet me. Oh, um, they're gonna. I'm they're sorry. gonna. They're gonna lose their minds when they see that uh, fucking Beavis and Butthead movie that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, I didn't Plus. even know that existed until like two hours ago. So shouts out. Yeah, is my. I'm assuming Mike Judge is hopefully still involved. Oh, uh, he has to do the voices. They wouldn't do it without him. Yeah, that's true. If he's if he's still doing the voices, I I think it'll probably be okay. It looks dumb. Right. I like it. Uh, I I actually like the the MTV uh, Beavis and Butthead reasonably okay. Yeah, no, I think everybody likes it. It's funny. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be canon anymore because in in this one, uh, it involved them. There's like they go to space and then they get teleported to to, to like 2022 in it. So like you, I, Alan, you famously are on the Daria forums flaming everyone because you're the one who's like, mm, not canon in the in the Beavis and Butthead universe. Uh, well, the, it's a uh, Daria is kind of like it exists in sort of the same way that Fraser does to Cheers, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's like Beavis and Butthead Gaiden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a side story. Oh my! I watched so much Daria as a kid, and I couldn't tell you anything about it. Nothing. She just says some smart shit. She That's what she does. It. She just gets it. Well, she's every she gets she, it. she's every woman I follow on Twitter now. <laughs> or or Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that Daria that too. It's between the two. That is they were the blueprints is the thing. <laughs> they were the prototype to quote Outcast. Yes, Alan. yes, yes. You know what? Alan. I've been prototyping some pies. <laughs> uh, in the in the lab, and that means it's for the return of another segment of mine. Oh my! Ohio Sky, good morning, <laughs> It's Doctor Pizza Stone. <laughs> uh, how do you feel though, Alan? I think is have we ever talked about that Doctor Stone has ended? Yeah, it was a very good ending. I liked it. <laughs> it was so good. Canonically, canonically, this is the continuation. Uh, this is kind of the Doctor Stone. Guide it if you think about it, Doctor Pizza Stone. So if yeah, you're yeah, a fan yeah. of that manga, tell your friends that it's actually still continuing as a segment on a podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after Senku uh, solves all the problems of of, of society and everything with his science, he would just have time to perfect a pizza, right? That's what he would be doing, and right. that's what I'm doing right now. Um, so I, I've been I've I've cooked a couple pies. I've been making a weekly ritual of making a pie on Wednesday while I eat while I watch Birdie Wing. Uh, I eat a homemade pizza pie, and this so you're week you're always a homemade. You're always watching holes in ones while you're making doughs, doughs and. See, it'd be good if it was doughs and buns, but there's no buns involved with yeah, pizza. Yeah, I, I just realized. 
I just, I'm, I'm such a fucking idiot. I'm such a fucking idiot. So, uh, Russ, don't worry about it. Uh, so can little Caesars make me feel better? Little Caesar. Pizza. <laughs> Thank you, little Caesar. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> I've been still using the same ingredients of I've, I've my cheese mixture. I've got I've got down pat. I did try a different sauce this time. I tried uh, Emerald's kicked up marinara. Uh, oh. It's supposed to be spicy, but I got to tell you, not very spicy. Emerald. Emerald, uh, come on. What Damn. I did, what I did like, like about nab. it is it did have like some. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, is it his catchphrase? Bam. Yeah, more like Mab. Yeah, more like Mab. It was like Mab. It's yeah, like Meh. The sauce yeah, is folks. fine. The sauce is fine, but it is not any spicier than like a normal marinara sauce. I don't think. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I hear you. I hear you. It has it had some like. Uh, some nice chunks of tomatoes, which was actually pretty okay on the pizza. Um, the thing that I'm having trouble with, and maybe Russ, you is like the yeast freak. Uh, might be able to <laughs> I help don't me know here. when I became that, but you were the yeast freak during when you started doing sourdough all the time. That's was your... true. I was a bit of a yeast freak. Damn it. You got my ass. Yeah. You were the yeast freak. I, I have trouble with my pizza dough. It's either, it's either too, it's always either too fluffy or just too crackery. It's hard to get that right level. It's very tough for me because I live in such a dry environment that mine always is never fluffy. Yeah. Uh, do you leave it in the fridge overnight? Well, I've tried. I've I've tried multiple things. This time, I I did not leave it in the f- fridge, but I made it in the morning, and then I let it. But I did leave. I left it in the fridge sitting for like five hours. I didn't leave it overnight. If that right. if that makes any difference. But, Not really. Uh, the, all I ever did was I left it in the fridge overnight, and then I needed it once before. Um, I I brought it out of the fridge, and I would need it about a couple hours before I would bake it, and then I would need it one more time before, uh, baking it. I did need the hell out of this one because I needed to to get it to like. It was it. I, I don't know. Like I may. I. Maybe I'm kneading it too much or something. Like kneading it develops the gluten, right? Like it Sounds makes like it. You're a pretty needy person, Alan. <laughs> I can needy streamer overload. Right? <laughs> oh my god! But like I needed the hell out of this get because it was. Pizza. Yeah, she does need a damn pizza. You should be able to get her pizza in the game. Um, get her a damn pie. I and I thought it was gonna be. I needed it really flat, and I thought it was gonna be like a thin, like New York style crust. But it, it raised up, and it was really fluffy, and it was good. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it was very chewy because it was thick throughout the whole thing. And that right. was what was kind of disappointing to me uh, is that it was just like, maybe there's a real mouth workout to eat, to eat this big chewy pizza, but it was, it was good. It was just like, like thick crust. You already got hog cast, which for us is a damn visit to the mouth gym. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're working these, we're, we're working our gabbers to the damn uh, bone. Well, Jaw I bone. mean, what what I do in my in my free time usually works it harder, but you know, <laughs> I'm doing tongue pull ups. Um, I'm, I'm doing I'm constantly folding cherry stems. I, I am, now I'm, the most prodigious tongue in podcast. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I'm like I have like a little mini uh like uh, dumbbells that I lift with my tongue. I have a little uh like punching bag that I hit with my tongue. Remember Jonah Falcon, the man with the world's largest penis, would like just have like a random Eat Yankee podcast. Yeah, I mean, he was on everything for a long time. That's true. That's we true. Used to, he used and, to see him like pop up every year or two. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and instead, you you kind of had like like them. You have the most prodigious tongue, but you also do this weird random podcast about hog cat speed. 
Hog ass is pizza. I do wish I had a, I need to get like a tongue lengthening surgery so I can, <laughs> my tongue can really like shoot out of my mouth like a damn lizard or something. Right, right, right. Yeah. Or I mean, I'd be like a guy in an, uh, in an anime who's like, my power level's not high enough. I have the genius, but I just don't have the power level. I yeah, I need the to, length. I need to, I need to extend my tongue. Because uh, then Simmons I could just, attacks you and it's like tongue users often attract each other. That's true, actually. Uh, but the tongue is the strongest muscle in your body, right? Isn't that what they say? True. Maybe. Uh, I don't it's either that or the also, heart. It's you one also of the two. only use ten percent of your brain in my book. I, I only use ten percent of my tongue uh, most of the time. <laughs> yeah, you just use the tip. It's like fucking Mob Psycho one hundred when I when I when I bust the whole thing out. Right. Yeah. I'm imagining you punching. <laughs> We've gone from you eating chicken bones clean with your tongue to you being able to punch a lock open. <laughs> well, no, no, I I, I just oh, stick my tongue locked out of my apartment. Don't worry, I'll call my friend Alan. <laughs> Like, no, and then I, listen. I don't punch the lock out. I just cr- I just stick my tongue inside there and <laughs> un- and do all the pins <laughs> with that you precise. Could, you could <laughs> you could punch it out, but that's not the elegant way. No, no, no. That's not elegant. You you stick you're, your tongue inside the, the key slot, thief, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a a real uh, a real raffles if you. If I do say so myself. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm just imagining an Ocean's Eleven situation. They're like, we gotta get Alan. They're our tongue person. <laughs> <laughs> we have like a, a, a clam-shaped lock to undo. <laughs> Listen, we got Bernie Mac to be our demo guy. We got our uh, we got Matt Damon to be our uh, our, our brain. And we got uh we got Alan to be our tongue. <laughs> the tongue. It would God be cool damn. if and whenever I show up on screen, if there was just like a the words the tongue popped up at the bottom. <laughs> like during the during our like intro sequence where we're all walking towards the camera. Right. Yeah. That'd be so sick. Man. Oh who are we kidding? We'd be in uh in fucking uh uh now you see it or whatever that the, the movie <laughs> where the magicians break in out of Las Vegas or whatever. The- I, hey, listen, Alan, if you could get a residency as Vegas as the Tongue Magician. The Tongue Magician? <laughs> the Tongue Magician. That's a good Twitter handle. That is a good one, actually. <laughs> the Tongue Magician. Tongue Magician. Do slight, uh, forget about sleight of hand. I'm into sleight of tongue. <laughs> uh, lick up the back of a person's ear and there's a quarter behind it. That, dude, that would well, be a smooth. That would actually probably be easier to do than with your hand because you can hide a coin under your tongue pretty easy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Oh my god. Anyway, Russ, what were you we talking to... about again? <laughs> the pizza. I, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with this fucking dough. I, I think I'm. I, maybe I should just knead it, like flatten it even more. Would that make it? Would that be better? Or like, is it? Or once it's risen like that, can I? Is it? Is it just always gonna be so fluffy? If I do it the same yeah, way, I mean, I'll, the more you knead it, you know, it'll build stronger glutinous bonds. You know, I mean, I just know. need it until I can do like the window pane test and then I'm good. Right. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the other thing is I'm using the, the King Arthur bread flour. I, I used the, 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 uh, multi-purpose flour before and that works fine, but I ran out of it. Do you have any right. preference between the two or, uh, well, I haven't been making pizzas in a while cause I've been really busy. I did go on Amazon and buy special pizza flour. Ooh. So Maybe I should and for a that. while I was using a mix of, I think I was using a 60, 40 mix of bread flour and pizza flour. Got it. Um, what was the name of it? 
That was the King Arthur, right? Uh, King Arthur does not currently make a pizza flower. It's like pizza... Antimo Caputo uh, Zero Zero Soft Wheat for Pizza Dough Bread and Pasta. Interesting. I could use that because I'm also thinking about making some fucking pasta. Uh, Because I I always want pasta and then I realize I don't have any boxes of pasta in my pantry. (laughs) Uh, So let me see. I I, I could use that. Uh, And I keep on... Well, see, here's the other thing. I keep seeing... Oh, wait. They do actually have a King Arthur pizza flour. Huh. Ch- hey, listen. If, if if it's worth trying. Hey, look. It's like nine bucks. I'll check it out. It says Neapolitan style for chewy, crisp crust from your home oven. Oh. Okay. Oh, get, look I'm at gonna, that. I'm going to buy this. This sounds good. Three pounds of it? Okay. They got a recipe on the back? I'll try it out, King Arthur. I don't know hey, why listen. King Arthur's <laughs> making all this flour nowadays. And King Arthur... You know, you might have fucked your own sister, but you might eat flour. It's great. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Mordred, I'm not sure what's going on there, but, like, you know, it's okay. Hey, listen. Uh, I'm going to hey. buy this fucking flour. That seems good. Um, Russ, have you had any good pizza lately? Um, It's funny that you've become Dr. Pizza Stone for a while. I was the, I was kind of the pizza maker, but I've fallen off. I've had a variety of pizza-style products. Um, pizza-style okay. products. Pizza-style products. One of them, uh, I did not, I forgot to review this last time. I went to Trader Joe's and had their pepperoni pizza mac and cheese. Inter- Whoa. Whoa. Is that like a prepackaged uh, thing or like a... Yeah, it, it's like a microwave meal. And I expected it to be disgusting and it actually was not bad. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, this is delicious. But, uh, what was it? Uh, but it was surprisingly better than it had any right to be for being a pepperoni pizza mac and cheese. So it was just... It was- Mac and cheese with pepperonis on top of it? It was mac and cheese with cubed pepperoni and then some sort of like a little bit of like a red mm. base. I don't know what you would call it. You know, um, I we've talked before about how I didn't eat mac and cheese for most of my life and I only recently got back in it. I think that might be too much for me. I can't take a themed mac and cheese. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about. <clears throat> well, OK, I've heard a, there's a lot of mac and cheeses that I've heard so far are like just bad mac and cheese that they're trying to sand or what paper over with, you know, shitty theme crap. Yeah. And, uh, I could see that being bad, but you know, I had brisket mac and cheese recently. That was pretty good. I've had other mac and theme mac and cheeses. You know, they, it could be fine. Sometimes. I think, my, I think the issue is that I, anything that is derived from a powdered cheese, I absolutely do not want to touch. Like I can't uh, handle any Velveeta, any, any of the fucking craft bullshit. That shit right, makes me right. sick. Uh, you're, uh, if it ain't stinky and yellow, it ain't for you, fella. Well, I made, see, I made, I made some instant pot macaroni before. And with that, I was like, I'm, I'm getting, I'm grating the cheddar myself and the condensed milk and doing all that shit. Grated cheddar is better. You know what? (laughs) I'm always, I've been buying a lot of this fucking, uh, Tillamook white cheddar. It's good as hell, man. Man, Hey, listen, I, 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 I always will respect. We're friends. Hey, other friend corporation. Tillamook, keep it up, or unless you're bad. I think they might have actually done something bad recently, uh, which I will simply ignore. Hey, uh, King Arthur, I just bought, when I bought this flower on Amazon right now, it did say it was 100% employee-owned, so I feel good about King Arthur. Right. <clears throat> and we love the monarchy, or did we? I can't remember if we were No, I, I only, see, I, I, don't, I only like the monarchy when it's somebody with a magic sword. <laughs> I only, I think might, if you're going to have a monarchy, you better be like a badass. Like you be, better be like the strongest person in the country. 
I don't want to see any more of these like inbred German freaks that like like, <laughs> like uh, Elizabeth and all of them. I don't want to see. You think that every ten years there should be a battle for the strongest person in the country and they should be the leader? Yeah, yeah. They need to do like the thing from from uh, Black Panther, but with white people essentially and, <laughs> and all their monarchy monarchies. But uh, you, like Black Panther, you still think the CIA should be around? <laughs> that's true. I think they need to be friends with the CIA. That's true. Um, but like, if it had to be like somebody has to beat Prince Philip in a fight, then it's like, yeah, we'd have some like chav like guy as like the king of England. That'd be good. That would yeah, be a be market so improvement. We if have it was an just... ultra. The guy who got hit in the back of the head or the back with a chair in that one famous video. Yeah, the those lad. guys. Ooh, those lads. <laughs> it would just be like one of those guys, and that'd be great. That would be the new round table. <laughs> yeah, the new round table is just a bunch of buff, shirtless guys hitting each other with chairs. Sick. Yeah, I cannot think of anything better. Um, so you had the pizza uh, mac and cheese. Did you have any other pizza themed products? I did have some Domino's recently. I had a, uh, what was it? The uh, regular crust. I did have a uh, ranch chicken bacon ranch pizza again for the first time in a long time. Damn, that shit's salty, dude. It is really. Man, I haven't had I haven't had Domino's in a long That's time. A sodium bomb. Man. There's not one near me, but like last time I had Pizza Hut, that shit was. It's really salty. It's it's a salt bomb, my man. The other thing it's is, a, it's a compared to like a fucking homemade pizza. Um, you really pick up how much grease is added to all these because when you make <laughs> a homemade pie, there's not any like grease pooling on the bottom of it, and it's not right. like soaking up grease like a sponge, and it's like. Oh, why did they add all this to the pizza? Why is it like this? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, it's tough to say. It's because it tastes good is the reason. Um, Folks, I like when stuff tastes good. I'm not going to lie. I like when it's when it tastes good and it's soaked with grease. Honestly, it's good. I like the greasy I like the greasy stuff. But you know what, Russ? There there comes a limit of things I can take. And Pizza Hut has gone woke. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. Alan, don't, no, don't say it, so. Uh, yeah, um, let me see who's the first to tweet this on. The Looney Libs got their hands hooked in Pizza's Hut? Pizza Pizza Hut has been, uh, oh my god, Nick Adams, who is this guy? Is this like a, a guy running for fucking, I think like every congressman, uh, uh, like, uh, like fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene, every like Trump-affiliated congressman has been screaming about Pizza Hut all weekend. That's so uh, sick, dude. Because... I bet they I bet they spend a lot of money at Pizza Hut just feeding their interns like once a week they'll buy whatever the cheapest. Well, they combo don't they is. don't cook any food for their kids or anything. This is the only thing they feed <laughs> whenever they're home with their family. They're just eating Pizza Hut, and now they, they have to. They think have about to look this. them in the fucking eye for like the ten minutes before. Yeah, being well, concerned about them in Congress or whatever. Yeah, in like the five minutes when when they go to the kitchen to pick up pizza off the counter and then walk back to the living room to watch TV and eat it. Uh, they have to think about this and they're going to have to think about the book, big wig, a, uh, <laughs> a drag themed book that was on the, uh, the fucking, uh, pizza hut, uh, like book, uh, book list, like of the, I the books can't, you... I, I'm this is the fun. The this is the thought. funniest part for me. It is the list of books that you read to get like a fucking personal pan pizza as a, like a, as like an elementary schooler. It's a book on that list and people are freaking out about it. Well, obviously it was planted there to turn our children into little femme, femme soy, soy freaks. Yeah. Definitely was not just part of some pre-approved list on a publisher that some PR person. It wasn't just that they copy pasted the AR most (laughs) AR reading pop, most popular books list or something. Right. 
They definitely were not. They did not contact uh, Simon Schuster and said, just throw us a fucking list that we can just this, the leftovers from the Scholastic Book Fair. Put them on the list. <laughs> so it definitely was hand selected and it was planted there. And they put it in a big, bold font and said, little boys have to read this. Yeah. Y- you know, it had an it had an Astolfo sticker on it. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. You get exactly. a free monster energy with this, boys. It, it, instead of getting a, you get a, a personal pan pizza that's just like a soy curl crunch. Yeah, and then it comes with a free Pizza Hut themed skirt that you can wear and uh, leggings or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, what do fanboys wear nowadays? I don't really know. Stripy socks and and, <laughs> yeah, it and like free Pizza themed stripy. Actually, I probably want to. I want some stripy. It's getting when it gets cold. Yeah. But uh, th- that's the thing they're freaking out about. Russ, do you remember any books you read as part of a to get a free pizza in, in <laughs> an elementary school? <laughs> if you ask me, I'm pretty uh, sure I did that with some of the Magic Treehouse books. Like, <laughs> right. I'm like, I just looked at the list. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was already reading the Magic Treehouse series. I'll just read these that are on here already. And then right. I'll just knock that off my list. Uh, I, I can't think of a single. Uh, I love it, like our, picture I books love our, for kids, right? Yeah, those, yeah, those are on the list too. I love our country so much that we uh, that we have that we bribe kids into reading by giving them free personal fan pieces. <laughs> yes, you know, well, obviously reading sucks and it's lame and it's for losers and there's nothing good you can ever get out of a book because video games exist and they're like books but cooler because you can sh- there's guns in all of like there's not a video game without a gun in it. Well, so. also here's the thing: there's no microtransactions in books, and <sighs> I do hate microtransactions. No, but that's good, though. Microtransactions are good for the economy, Russ. Wait, we like microtransactions now. Okay. Well, I, no, I'm, I'm just sorry. saying. I'm, I'm just always saying... going on Reddit, and I'm always getting so. That's kind of like my main political issue. <laughs> that's kind of that my is, main platform. That is the Redditor main <laughs> political issue, because like after Elden Ring came out, they were like, I just want to thank the devs for making a game that has no microtransactions in it. I have more faith in. Uh, well, I was going to make a joke, but. I, I actually do actually do have, have more faith, faith in From Software. From Software than our government. But... Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Like, cause from, so, cause like their mean. games at least get patched and stuff. Right. Like, right. Yeah. They, they provide some service to us. Uh, <laughs> Our government won't patch madness, but from software. Will. <laughs> yeah. Folks think and, about and, that. Make that a ju- political cartoon. If any of our fans are artists, please, please draw an elephant looking at from software and being like, they're patching madness and we refuse to. <laughs> Um, you know what? Bleed is also overpowered in America, just like it is in Elden Ring. <laughs> oh my God. Think about it. Uh, Think about with, it. Folks. With this healthcare system. Uh, it seems like int build is very low tier in America, just like in a from software game. I know, you know, that's hmm. why, that's why Elon made that build is that he thought <laughs> int is like the Dr. Stone stat and you gotta, you gotta level up in it. Oh, man, that's true. Like he actually. was waiting for like a Fallout style like uh, dialogue check to happen in the game. That's where he... so sick, man. So fucking cool. I know everybody was like saying like, why, why are gamers making fun of Elon Musk's build? It's the funniest build. It's really fucking funny, man. I mean, if you went like int route, it was to play specific int spells, scaled yeah spells and int scaled weapons to have it be like. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. It, it, it makes you, it makes him seem like he doesn't understand basic math is the thing. Because like, <laughs> it really does. It's because like, you can see when you level up, like the damage on your weapon increase and stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't think he understands what like scaling is. Like he's, he's smoking mids and like having like his assistant, like as a summon, like help him beat bosses and stuff. 
He's like hired. He's hired. What was the story the other day about the guy who pushed him down the stairs? <laughs> so, oh yeah, he got pushed down the stairs as like a kid and went to the hospital, right? Because he made fun of another kid's dad for committing uh, suicide or something, right? Wow, sounds like something. Sounds like something he would do. Yeah, <laughs> so normal. What a yeah, normal guy. A, a little shit. Uh, I, that person that, that pushed him down the stairs. I wish it was me going back in time because I would have <laughs> pushed be him cool harder. If it, was. it would be cool if that was that was my my own personal like looper thing. Uh, man, what a little shit. I hate that guy so much. Like, if we're gonna be subject to, if we're gonna be subject to his fucking bullshit being national, worldwide news constantly, <laughs> yeah. then like, if, if Joe, yeah, I'm, if Joe I'm gonna make fun. One, he Joe gets allowed one zinger by his staff a year, and he used it on Elon. It's like, I, I don't want to hear more about this guy, but you know what I mean. I mean, he did. Yeah, like Joe, like he had one of his rare moments of like uh, of non like being like of lucidity, like where the, the fog in his mind cleared and he just saw like this weird, you know, he just saw like somebody say like, sir, Elon Musk says the country sucks. <laughs> and he's just like, listen here, Mac, I don't care what that nerd says. <laughs> he should have challenged Elon to a push-up contest. God. Oh God. He should do that actually. <laughs> because here's the thing. Everybody forgets Elon's 50 fucking years old and he talks like a 12 year old. Right. He watches Rick and Morty. He's like my dad's age. <laughs> Like he's like he's like a couple years younger than my dad. Like what's wrong with you, you freak? I mean, that's my only stance again. Every I love Elon Musk for everything he ever did, but the, oh, future, the age gap, future rule the of age Mars. gap between yeah. him and Grimes was too much for me. That is kind of weird because Grimes is like my age. I think I think she's like the, our age, right? How old is age Grimes? Gap. But she's like my daughter to me. I don't know. Do people say that about Grimes anymore? Probably. I think Grimes' reputation is really. She's thirty-four. She's like okay, so that. Okay, she's she's closer in age to me than Elon is. That's for damn sure. Damn, dude. Yeah, and Elon married like the steampunk uh, fucking Westworld lady like three times. He so married sick. her, divorced her, and then married her again. That was cool. <laughs> uh, well, what does our divorced advocate, um, <laughs> uh, real Peter Griffin, say about that? Hey guys, that's all he says. <laughs> I- Tell us to chill out for a minute. He just said, hi, guys. Hey, listen, listen, it's it's fine to make fun of a lot of topics. Um, divorce, that's going a little too far. Mm, that's true. <laughs> well, I think we solved divorce in that one episode where we said that somebody should have like a, an NFT of their marriage. And like, <laughs> and when you divorce, you... I forgot. And when you divorce, you sell it and split the profits or something. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes, that is sick. That is what we should do. That actually should be the only legally legally recognized form of marriage is to have like an ape generated from it. Um, I also, how many stories have we had like every week for the last like two months about like a million dollars of apes being stolen? <laughs> like it happens every goddamn week now. I don't know what this company who makes the apes does all day. <laughs> I think <laughs> they, they, just, keep- they just fall for phishing scams all day. <laughs> They're just clicking uh, links from emails. I'm just gonna make a joke for like I'm just gonna make a joke for Professor Mickey, but it's like Hollow Bastion in the first Kingdom Hearts pumping out Heartless. It's just pumping out apes, and they're worth money, and they keep getting stolen. Fuck. <laughs> I just man, these fucking apes. <laughs> this is not a joke for anyone, uh, but me and Professor Mickey. Anyway, um, man. Anyhow, uh, I've got more bad news to share. Um, oh no! Oh my God! What Taco Bell has sold. Taco Bell has sold out of the Mexican pizza. Thanks, oh, Brandon. 
by the way, I had a Mexican pizza. It was good. I actually enjoyed it more than I've ever had it, like, ever before in my life. Every time I've had it before, I'm like, it's schlo- it's like a sloppy mess. And this time, I'm like, like, through tears, I was crying. It's a sloppy mess, and I missed it. See, that's the thing. I think, I think Taco Bell has realized that, like, the Mexican pizza is, like, their fucking McRib now. And that... <laughs> And that they're going to just like kind of dangle it on a carrot, like on a like carrot on a string. Uh, <laughs> Which for, ironically, for if you did dangle it on a screen, it would fall off immediately. Yeah, yeah, it would, no... it would just slop, slop off in like a, yeah, no way. It's that's kind of like the Taco Bell's equivalent of a Five Guys cheeseburger, where the second it leaves its packaging, it will start disintegrating. Man, we shouldn't put up with Five Guys. <laughs> uh, I can barely keep up with one guy, let alone five. Am I right, folks? Yeah. Fucking five guys, you get their fries and they put it in a cup in a in a bag and then the bag turns translucent as soon as you take it out of the store because of the grease that's just pouring off the fries. What's going on there, guys? You're free. <laughs> the damn peanuts. What is this an elephant store? Is this for elephants or something? It's God just, damn it. It's, that is that is weird that like they just like <laughs> in this world of like allergies and stuff, like everybody's trying to be you know, normal about that. They're like, nah, we're just covering the entire store in peanuts. Don't even come Who owns here. this damn store? Babar? God, you know, Babar Bab- what? <laughs> fucking Babar would own a fucking five guys. He would be uh, a little, I, a little, a fucking uh, small business tyrant Babar. I, I, if I, if I do get into stand-up one of these days, I'm going to make my whole set just doing like 90s style comedy, but about like fast food chains and just be like, this fucking five guys, who owns this place? Damn Babar? <laughs> Oh, that's good. That that worked though. <laughs> It'd be a hit. People would be like, "Who does who does own Five Guys? Like, shouldn't it be like Five Guys and a damn elephant?" Because like, these guys eat so many damn peanuts. I think um, the Pet Boys should be allowed to run Five Guys. Wow. They should. They should. They should have three more brothers, and they get to, they get to <laughs> own Five Guys. Wait, that, wait. Isn't the Pep Bros already three guys? How many guys? Is, I thought it was two guys. I think it's three guys. Let me look it up. Yeah, it's the Pep Boys. Uh, yeah, there's three of them. There's hey, three of them. Hey, um... <laughs> Maybe hey, two of them are brothers, though. Hey, you know what I realized they look like? They look like the 1950s McElroys. Oh, no. <laughs> you got one with glasses, you got one with, like, a mustache, and you got one that just has hair, normal hair. God uh, damn, dude. That is, that is like, that was, like, their McElroy fandom, like, back in the what 1950s. I hope the McElroys pivot and start like a restaurant chain that's popular and that that's their legacy. Like people are like, yeah, I would like that. I would like that. If it was good food, I would like that. Yeah, folks. They'd have or, like some funny ser- menu or games. like weed stores. It'd probably be weed stores. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's start a. Justin would start a weed store just because he's going through like five vape pens. <laughs> I gotta I, start I, growing. I just imagine every time I think of Justin, I think of him like. <sighs> Like, sucking on a vape pen so hard he bites the end off. <laughs> I think he goes, like, through one or two of them a day at this point. <laughs> Again, he just like me for real. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, the one, the one, like, I, I respect that. I respect that. I respect loving your wife, and I respect smoking tons of weed constantly. <laughs> loving your wife, but having her be run for Congress and stressing you out so bad. Look, look if my wife wanted to run for Congress, who am I, <laughs> why would I ever say no? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's just like if my wife wanted to. I mean, it is state Congress, so it's basically nothing. But uh, but also there are you take that back, <laughs> Alan. You take that. It's back. It's very important. 
Um, <laughs> Folks, it's so important. It's very important. Now, you know the whole thing about, like, in Idaho, though, they did have, like, QAnon people fill all of, like, the state house and, like, local government somehow. That's so like, people, sick, dude. A bunch of people moved to, like, Idaho and were like, yep, we live here now, and now we're making it the Q state. This is the... That's so tight. It's really, well, it's very bad for anybody that lives there, just it has to deal with it, but... Uh, yeah, they there's no more public water fountains there. <laughs> just like, no. well, we can't let you The roads don't poison. exist. The roads don't exist anymore. <laughs> like the, the the only roads lead into prisons, and if you drive your car on them, they'll, they put you into the prison until if they can you that you're not a traitor to America or whatever. Yeah, if you accidentally drive into the prison, they will just put you in the prison. <laughs> like... <laughs> They're going to ban Garfield for being the mascot to a uh, uh, fucking, what is it called again? Silverwood and Coeur d'Alene. That my childhood. I used to go there as a kid. Silverwood theme park. Yeah. And the that, mascot's Garfield. That one They're going to lock Garfield up. That one place in Idaho that I went to, which is that bagel shop uh, that we went to for lunch that one time. <laughs> uh, the one place I've seen in Idaho, that's gone now. That just got, oh. that just got demolished by Q guys. No. It's a good now bagel. I'm sitting here looking and I just realized Silverwood, my childhood theme park, besides like I went to Disneyland a couple times as a kid. Um, they used to have Garfield as their mascot, but since Nickelodeon acquired them, there's no fucking Garf. They don't got nothing here. Damn, it's just like the fucking Garfield nightmare tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Where where am I gonna where am I gonna conceive my child? Man, <laughs> I'm so fucking sad. Girl? I'm so fucking sad that like that I that I that I didn't get to, to <laughs> To like to make out in the Garfield tunnel, like I'm so fucking sad. I like, was I'm saving myself. I'm famously saving myself for marriage, uh, except my one condition is I would I I might skip that if I could have done it on the Garfield ride. And yeah, now, I, I, you never. have a promise ring that's that has engraved on it, <laughs> except for the Garfield ride. <laughs> I I contacted. I got it at the same place that uh, Joe Jonas got his or whatever. Yeah. And the thing is, was you it? asked your priest, and he said, "I understand." <laughs> he got he gets it dude he gets it he's like yep garfield ride mm-hmm. we, we mm-hmm. get this all the time you know those memes that's like uh do, that's like do catholics do promise rings no <laughs> no god no do you see how many kids they have <laughs> oh alan don't even get the, get this person started don't even get alan started my grandmother had like 11 kids like are you kidding me no they don't they don't Damn. wear promise rings oh come <laughs> on uh oh alan uh, but no, but that, no, that on is your freaking ass. Hey, oh, uh, Whoa! <laughs> man, I would hate to, I would hate to, that's the one thing you got to watch out as a Catholic is that your priest will try to fuck your wife. <laughs> hey, you know, Hey, look, of all the family members, the priest could fuck. That's probably the best one. Oh, oh, Alan, don't even, Oh, come on. We're going to lose all our Catholic listeners. Our, all our trad cath listeners. Yeah. Our two fat, our two demos for some reason are trad cats and, I just came uh, here for the Rod Dreher lesbians. content. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, if I was more conservative, I could be a pretty good Rod Dreher. I mean, you, you, you're afraid of women. That's the. Yeah, main, I am famously terrified that is the, of women. That is the main thing. You need to become. Well, so here's the other thing. Rod Dreher, like, had a freak out about Juneteenth ice cream at Walmart or something. Right. Uh, yes. But yes, then, yes. but then people got the Juneteenth ice cream removed because they realized it's fucked up to have the Walmart corporation selling uh, Juneteenth ice cream. And they that got might of- have been stolen from a, yes, uh, uh, like a, I think I don't remember a by POC ice cream place. It was like red velvet cheesecake or something, right? Yeah. It was something like that. It was, it was, yeah. Um, and also it's just like, you know, Walmart, you're, uh, maybe you should just not talk about race Walmart. 
Because <laughs> like, aren't Maybe you owned you just by like low price boxed goods and not? You should not just not try to stick your fucking nose and like, you know. Yeah, you um, you you just like uh, chronically underpay all of your uh, employees who are <laughs> largely uh, people of color and uh, and you're owned by like six billionaire white people in Arkansas. <laughs> Maybe don't uh, talk about Juneteenth. Right, exactly. But the, but but Rod's chalking up a uh, chalking up a big W for this one because he he got mad at it for the complete opposite reason as uh, as the people who actually got it removed. But now he gets Rod's the, like a, Rod thinks he's a baby face, but he's a heel and he just got a cheater win. That's true. That is one hundred percent true. Uh, man, Rod is Rod is a real uh heel that thinks he's the baby face. That is no, totally. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Taco Bell has sold out of the Mexican pizza. Um, it's, it's just gone now. Nobody has it anymore. They say Folks, we will, it's gone now. It it's will out return. Of here. It will return later this year and you'll hear more from us as the date approaches. I think this is, this is, uh, this is a good, this is a nice uh, preview of what's going to happen with our government. Uh, as, as austerity <laughs> it's measure, America. Uh, this is America is that like, as austerity measures roll out, it's going to be framed as like, Hey, limited time event. You can buy gas for less than four dollars. <laughs> or, or like we've got milk I mean, on the shelves again. It's already kind of healthcare. You can only apply to government healthcare for like one week out of the year. Yeah, one fucking week, dude. You gotta. It, how far away are we from just like you got to scratch off the McDonald's monopoly things to win <laughs> to, to get yeah. your to get your healthcare plan? That's so funny, dude. Um, that is what's happening. Uh, we live in hell. Um, <laughs> oh, we live in freaking hell world. But you know what's uh, cool? You know what's gritty. cool for us? After the collapse of our empire, some other country will make a movie that is like Triple R was for Indians beating the British, and that movie is going to kick ass. Where they That's beat true. up the where they beat up the Americans. We're going to see so many movies in the future where Americans are losers and bad guys, <laughs> and I cannot wait. <laughs> That will be very sick. I'll be looking at the screen and there's going to be a guy that looks like me. who's like, I run the, I run the hamburger corporation. You can't dance on our counters. Uh, what if we have moves like this? Just like going the fuck off. I'm the CEO of racism. <laughs> oh man. That's going to be so cool. It's just going to be it's like, so tight. it's, it's man. It's going to be so fucking cool. Um, speaking of things that are, well, this is another, Weirdly, another scarcity uh, story, but but framed in a different way. This main pizza is so popular, you have to enter a lottery to eat it. Wait, what? Tinder Hearth in uh, in Brooksville, Maine, is uh, a popular dining sensation on the Blue Hill Peninsula. But sometimes, especially in the busy summer months, and believe me, from reading a bunch of Stephen King books, I know that Maine gets very busy in the summer months. Um, people go there for some reason from out of town, and everybody hates them. Um, but it, it was named, uh, home of Maine's best bread by food and wine magazine. Uh, and, uh, owners, Tim Semler and Lydia Moffat have already required pizzas be, be pre-ordered. But even then they are saying that you must enter a lottery for those who wish to dine on their chewy, crispy pizza. <laughs> um, you know how there's that one, uh, there's that one issue of, of land of the lustrous, uh, from like two years ago where she's like, I won the lottery to buy the PS five. Hooray. <laughs> Stephen King's gonna win. I was win gonna say it's like waking up and taking the sneakers app to get. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get the pizza drop. Yeah, the new pizza drop. Ah, oh, I did get the fucking pizza drop this week. The midnight gray pizza. 
I think I think I think uh, Stephen King is going to win the pizza lottery and he's going to disappear for two years, just like the Land of the Lustrous author did when she won the pizza, the PS5, the pizza five. That's so sad. The, the restaurant. OK, here's this is fucked up. Um, when they got when they first in, in, instituted a reservation lottery at the famed restaurant after being overwhelmed with phone calls the previous year. Uh, the restaurant received 10,000 phone calls in 24 hours, swamping their three phone lines and causing alarms to go off when the emergency lines at the fire department were blocked. How good is this pizza, Russ? I, it, it, could it be that? I don't... Is there some sort lot... of, is there some sort of like mystical main thing? Like, is this, is this like Pennywise is making the pizza and it's evil <laughs> or something? Or is this like fucking needful things pizza? Like what's going on? <laughs> what's going on with this pizza, man? Man, I don't know. The dark this is the freaking dark tower pizza, dude. Yeah, all things serve this fucking pizza, man. This is crazy. All, pe- all, all horizon lines lead to this pizza. God damn. All reality uh, centers around it. It's the the Ur the Ur pizza, the crust of the heavens. I don't know what to tell you. Due to extremely high call volume, we have now have a callback request system. So we want to avoid the endless redialing that people were doing. So give us your phone number and we'll call you back. Like what's going what's going on, man? Is this what the Hatsune Miku song is about? Redial? I think so. Just get that damn pizza? Like maybe this is the do you think maybe this is like the only pizza place like in this part of Maine and like they've got to drive like two hours to go anywhere else and that's why like what's going on? That's crazy. Now I will say there are those local institutions where this does happen. Like for a long time, twelve bones used to sell out before noon all the time. Right. Uh but they're bar- because they're barbecue. They, they, well, they did only have 12 bones. That is the thing. Well, <laughs> they, they've, they've since upgraded and got like multiple locations now, but they used to it's just be kind of like the original NFT. It was just these 12 magic bones that would salt do any magical uh, prophecy or riddle. Yeah. It was just some, it was just some magic bones they dug out of the ground. Um, and then they just started selling barbecue after Obama came that one time. Um, <laughs> oh, gotcha. That was the thing is Obama came to town. He ate at 12 bones and then everybody, and it became like, the thing that everybody out of town comes to do is they come to eat at right, Bones right. now, but you know what? B- the barbecue is very good. So I can't blame them. I mean, Obama picked a good place to, to eat. Um, but, uh, they, it, they used to sell out like constantly. And I think they still do most days, but it's like not, not like at 12 AM or whatever. Like they don't, they don't sell it before noon. I used to have to like wait in line. I, my brother and I would go and wait in line outside of 12 bones at like 10 AM to like get a fucking hogzilla sandwich. Uh, that was like 12,000 calories and then just go take it. <laughs> then like be in a coma for the rest of the day. Some sort of meat mountain. They call it. It is basically yeah. their version of the meat mountain. I don't think we had that when you were here though. Did we, we got just got barbecue no, no. barbecue. We just had treats in general. We did not, we did not have a challenge. We the hogzilla, the hogzilla is a challenge sandwich. It's like, it is literally every pork product that they sell on on a sandwich together. It's like pulled it's pork, like- bacon, <laughs> bratwurst, and it's it's just dripping with grease. There's a there's a big blender that they keep behind their restaurant, and they just drop a whole pig in it. <laughs> That's man. gross. I'm sorry. No, that is good. Have you ever had like a whole roasted pig? No, man. I haven't had one of those since like they we used to do those for like baptisms and stuff in my family. Uh, like when somebody got baptized, uh, <laughs> one time a- somebody tried to catch me and roast me like a damn pig, but you know what? <laughs> no, but I like it, there used to be a thing and they would like, and I don't know where they would get it from. They would always buy it from some other Mexican family who just had like a pit in their backyard where that they put pigs in. 
and stuff like that. They just like roasted a pig in and like, we would just go pick it up from like some, some dude's backyard and like pay them like 50. It was a lot more than that for a whole pig, I guess. But man, a right. whole, a whole pig. When you got that whole pig in front of you and you've got like 20 people just like, mm, I think I'll grab a little bit of this part of the pig and this part of the pig. Oh, that's so <laughs> fun. Because, oh, you got to get that cheek meat. First of all, you, you got to get, get the cheek. meat. You got to get the cheek meat out of the pig. I don't know if there's any, I didn't know if any weirdos ate the eyeballs and stuff like that, but you know, you got to eat all the pig. Man, I could just, I, I could go for a big roasted pig right now. The whole other pig. Okay. Man. Uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of pigs, what about hogs? <laughs> oh, thank you, Alan. I was just about to say it. Uh, Sonic news, views, uh. reviews, and tudes. Huge news this week. Sonic frontiers world premiere gameplay. Uh, we finally get to see what this game looks like and what it looks um, like. We were contacted first, by the way, and we said we need to let the little guy go. So IGN got the first scoop. Uh, you know. Yeah, uh, we, you know, we, we have to, we have to give some scoops away to, to well, other Well, we're not corporate. We're not in the, we're not corporate. And I, Sega look, reached not, out to us and went. I'm not here for to be the first to report. I'm here to be the best at reporting on, on Sonic, <laughs> Sonic Frontiers. Um, I just want to say. Uh, sorry, Nintendo. Sega hired this man. <laughs> they really did. They got the man before Nintendo. Nintendo's been reaching out to the man for years. Yeah, yeah. They've been they trying to get it. Yeah, they Sega just outbid them, I guess. Uh, Please come and make my grass photorealistic right now. It, it doesn't even bend when you walk on it. I mean, that's not even a real video game. Um, they've. I love that they've replaced the great Sonic music that we all know and love with uh, Breath of the Wild ass, uh, like procedurally generated orchestra music or whatever. Great. I, I like it. I I didn't hate the song. But uh, I get where I, why everybody's kind of like, what happened to fun Sonic? When music? I'm fighting a big robot, I need to hear like some fucking like crunchy riffs and some fucking like butt rock uh, bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I need... think there'll be more of that. I get, I, but I get the concern. Everyone, I, I understand. So the the game so far, it's it, there's a lot of running around. Uh, it looks like a a lot of running around in 3D. You uh, solve some Breath of the Wild style puzzles. There's a bunch of big bosses um, that you fight, like that are like big, big bosses. Ro- there, no, nothing that cool. It's just a bunch of big <laughs> robots. Um, a, a big thing in this one seems like Sonic, like he draws a line on the ground in a circle, and then like it attacks everything inside the. It doesn't look very fun. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. The combat doesn't look great to me. Um, uh, yes, yeah. Uh, and also, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel when I think of a Sonic level, I think of it being like a, like basically, like a a well designed like roller coaster ride that you run through right, or something. Right. But this is just like this looks like Pokemon, um, Pokemon, uh, Legends of Arceus or Arceus or whatever the fuck. Right. Like it looks like that. Um. That and like an Unreal Engine four like demo. Um, <laughs> it did feel very. I did have that moment where, I, I, I part of me likes it from me being a fucking weirdo. I'm like, oh, it looks like an Xbox 360 tech demo. And that pop-in. The pop-in oh, is like, enemies. the pop-in is something we we haven't seen since Balan Wonderworld. <laughs> it really is like, you know what? Uh, maybe they, they saw what uh, uh, they were doing over at Square Enix and said, we got to up our pop-in game. We got to We got to have these guys fucking yeah, we coming need, in from the horizon. We need line. some fucking Gears of War style pop-in textures of uh, oh. happening. That Man. being said, I I kind of like that. So far, okay, listen, folks. Um, we're journalists. You know, we're not corporate. We're going to give this game a 10 out of 10 just because we know that they're killing it's it over Sonic at Sega. It. 
Yeah, which already kind of gets it 10 points out of 10. Um, I feel like I'm vaguely more optimistic than everyone else is, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, um, it looks great. <laughs> but yeah. hey, listen. It. I mean, will it, uh, you know what? If it's a serviceable Breath of the Wild clone, there's a lot worse things it could be. You know I like what I mean? Like riding on rails. Yeah, like, I mean... It, it, um, what I was saying is uh, I don't like when Sonic uh, does punches and kicks. I want him to do fucking spin dashes. I don't like when he floats in the air, punching and kicking a big robot. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get you. I, I feel like I'm the only person who's like, oh, I don't hate it so far. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I all mean, I was saying before my internet cut oh, out, fuck. which I don't know how you let it around that, but. God damn. What's, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. I do not know what's going on. Somebody. Mr. Madison Sega Cawthorn? Be... What the fuck? <laughs> Mr. Cawthorn. We destroyed you once, we'll destroy you again. Um, we're, oh, yeah. So all I was saying is that um, the movie characters make all of Sonic stupid... because Not stupid, actually smart and good friends look like the greatest... It makes Charmy B look like they have the charisma of a uh, uh, RRR character. It's true. Yeah, that is true. That's the other thing. There's not enough funny little guys so far. It's just been Sonic. I want to see some funny Star Wars and Sonic kind of are the same that I want to see like a funny looking robot. I want to see like a weird chow or something, you know? Right. I want to see a weird friend like Charmy, but you don't get to see any of that. Um, speaking of speaking of weird, um, this is a little bit strange. Sonic the Hedgehog team season, but with a three instead of the S is looking to resurrect a classic 90s cartoon. Sonic Sadam right. went off the air in 1994, but now a group of passionate Sonic fans are using the original unused plans in order to bring it back. So as we all know, um, the final episode titled The Doomsday Project showed Sonic and his band of freedom fighters fighting, finally defeating Robotnik. However, it teased a brand new villain for the series by way of a pair of red eyes appearing, staring out of the screen. Ignis Knox? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is that his name again? It, it's, uh, hold on, how do you fucking pronounce this stupid name? Uh, it's like no, Ignis uh, Knox is a fucking uh, no. That is, it's very similar to that. What is his fucking name? It's like uh, uh, Nog Nogus. Uh, what's his the name? the fucking mammoth guy? Nogus. It's Nog Ixis Nogus. Oh, I was thinking of Mammoth Mogul. <laughs> you were thinking of Mammoth Mogul. Uh, <laughs> I'm always thinking about Mammoth Mogul. Uh, this guy's like a this guy's like a wizard with a horn on his head. Like, uh, let me paste a let me paste a picture of this freak. Uh, By the way, this is not the toad this week. Don't get don't get mad at no, me. This is not a toad. This is just we're just talking about Ixis Nogus. Um, he's like he looks like a Spyro villain, sort of. <laughs> um, you know, famously like we a, love a, a uh, or something. <laughs> Ganork. Ganork. Ganork from the planet. Uh, yeah. Wait, I'm, you're making me think of a uh, uh, what is that? Sunny. Sunny, uh, sunny eclipse from Disneyland. Who lives from York? Not York New. Oh, is it York New? No, it is York New. New York, New York. Yeah, New York City or whatever the fuck. New York City, where everything's reversed and everybody takes the subway, the above ground subway. Or something. I gotta go see Sunny Eclipse someday. He's pretty cool. I gotta um, make a pilgrimage. You just, you'll just be the one person at Walt Disney World, like yeah, I'm just here to see Sunny, and then I'm leaving. Oh, and ride Avatar Flight of Passage. Yeah, I, I need to see the Mighty Akron. Um. <laughs> Well, they're, they're, they're bringing it back. Um, here's a quote. I remember way back. It was like a million years ago. I'm so old now. I remember the show that I uh, saw wasn't always played in order. So I didn't get the episodes in sequence. 
Longtime Sonic fan Keith Roswell said, or Rousel said, uh, but I do remember the finale appearing and seeing the eyes at the end and hoping with all my might that it was Metal Sonic and that I'd be so excited to see Metal Sonic came out. But then I just remember it never coming back and was disappointed. Um, and then people found out it was Nogus because everybody's like, who the fuck is Nogus? We've never seen Ixus Nogus. We assumed it was Metal Sonic. Um, but uh, this is weird. So the plot will primarily stick to one laid out in a fan-made webcomic that has been available to read on the internet for the last year. The first episode will pick up hours after the end of the season two finale, and the full season will ultimately tell, tell the long-awaited story of the battle between the Freedom Fighters and Nogus after the fall of Robotnik. The webcomic was made in 2009 and spearheaded by Paul Scott, who is working on the animated project as a producer. To add to some original authenticity, Ron Merrick, the executive producer of the second season of The Saddam Show, is also attached to this project. Um, they showed, they, they revealed the project for, their last time, for the first time last month, showing the return of the classic characters. Uh, fans immediately took to the trailer, sharing their excitement and seeing the classic characters return to the screen in a big way. Um, I guess we're going to have to watch this, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Um, well, you know, we'll say hi to our friend P- Pierre. What's his name again? The Oh, you mean Antoine? Antoine, yeah, we'll see Antoine again. We'll, well say I'm... Rudder the Walrus. Bunny Rabbit is in this third season. Bunny Rabbit's back. We're in love with her. Fiona Fox. Or Fiona, what, Fiona Ferret. You know, there was a point in my life where I cared about these things and the... <laughs> I, I'm getting this weird thing where I'm like, we're on episode what again? Uh, 160 or 153. <laughs> I hate saying that we're on episode 153 and I don't like, I'm like, Oh my, all the Sonic knowledge is really drained from my brain. I used to know all this shit, dude. Well, uh, I think maybe you'll, you'll, I'm seeing some Snively here. I'm seeing a lot of great stuff here. Yeah. Listen, I'm always down for Snively. I hope his weird human dad shows up his normal, normal <laughs> his dad, weird, his weird, normal human dad. Who abandoned uh, him because Stively gave off bad vibes, which I think is okay sometimes. So, uh, I think I think maybe he left Snively because he realized like Snively, like that, like um, this generation of children is evolving away from humans. Like they don't look like people anymore. Yeah, They're bad starting. vibes. That's bad all vibes. I'm saying about Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, that's also. I I don't want to spoil anything, Russ. That's also what Crimes of the Future is kind of about. It's about when a kid gives <gasps> you. It's about when uh, when kids start giving you bad vibes. Uh, and, and when people maybe start uh, evolving into bad vibe ways. Um, right. But uh, no, I think this will be good. Um, I, I'm worried about the voice cast. Who's going to be voicing? Who are they going to get? Who <laughs> oh, boy. Oh my God. I wish they could just get be Jal- all can they canceled get voice actors that they got for cheap. Can they get Jaleel? I think they could probably book Jaleel if they paid him. Like, I what mean, is J- what's Jaleel up to? I don't know. I feel like he's probably on Dancing with the Stars or something. That probably. I feel like everybody from like the '90s sitcoms has been through Dancing with the Stars at least one point. But Jaleel, he's I looking mean, good. He's looking fit, dude. He I mean, looks, he's always he's been way more ripped than I am. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, like, yeah, he's always hey, been. What the hell does that mean? Yes. No, I'm saying Jaleel's yeah, always the... <laughs> Jaleel's always been a fucking hunk. Are you kidding me? Like, have you seen this? And guy? yes, uh, uh, Jaleel White might bust out his Urkel moves on Dancing. So Dancing with the Stars. Oh wait, 14. I was right. Alan, fuck. Okay, Alan, you nailed it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I know that Carlton won, like, a few years ago. <laughs> so, like, this, it would not surprise me. That's um, true. Where did it, how is Rudy doing? Wait, who, wait, Rudy was the mask Singer, right? Rudy was the mask Singer, yes. Did he win that? Do you win that? <laughs> I don't, I think he got eliminated, which is why he was unmasked. 
I think you could literally walk into any like office in the country with a like an older admin and just ask them like what what happened on uh dancing who's winning in dancing right now they'll know what you're talking about yeah yeah like any any like white lady over the age of like 45 like knows what we're talking about and they're the only people that know um (laughs) they're single-handedly keeping the culture alive literally yes they are the only people watching the view they're the only people watching dancing with the stars it's them and like their husbands that fall asleep on the couch like that's it and you Uh, know what if you need, as the milf hunter, that's where my prey that, lies. Yeah, that you, <laughs> referring to milfs as my prey is so. Bad. You're you're you've got like you're 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 wearing like safari outfit stuff, and you're you've got big binoculars. <laughs> like, you think I'm like Craven the hunter? You're like Craven the milf hunter. <laughs> Craven the milf hunter, Russ man. Instead of Craven, it's Russ man the milf hunter. And what do I wear instead of a lion head on my chest? Uh, instead of a lion head on your chest, you. Uh, you wear like, um, oh, what's, what's the best way to describe this? You, you, you wear like a wig that looks like a, a white lady that has like, um, like, uh, highlights in her tips. You know right. what I mean? Like the, 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 the fucking soccer mom haircut when, right. you know, when Carmela cut her hair short in that one episode of, of Sopranos, like after the Furio thing, it's like, right. uh, it's, it's like you have like that on your chest. I am. I do look exactly like Furio. <laughs> That I mean, honestly, Furio is the is the ultimate milf hunter. He passed it. That's what he did. That <laughs> this is, I'm writing a Soprano spinoff, reaching out to David Chase and being like, "We need to have a show where Furio goes across uh, the world and hunts new milfs." And uh, I could use some of my experience as the milf hunter. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're gonna be like the Christopher to to his JT Dolan or whatever. Right. And you're gonna be telling him all this this cool milf hunting uh, real life knowledge. <laughs> How to track a MILF, where to go for MILF. Yeah. With the difference between a MILF and a cougar. But it's then, different. It's but then similar, he makes the movie. Different. But then he makes the movie and you're like, he showed all my MILF hunting techniques. No. <laughs> Christopher, you need to stop talking about this MILF hunting, Christopher. Hey, Tone, have you heard about the, the difference between cougars and MILFs? Christopher, I'm trying to focus here. Hey, T. Hey, T. The guy he steals the milf from in this uh, in the movie, he kind of looks like you, huh? <laughs> Christopher, what are you implying? Oh, that is that is maybe my my favorite thing about Sopranos is, is that is that Tony just watches the movie, doesn't even really think about it, and then he goes home and Carmel's like, "You know, the guy in the movie was you, right?" And he's like, <laughs> "What?" He's like, "Whoa, what the hell?" <laughs> and then he, then he gets mad about it. <laughs> That's so sick. Because he so wasn't funny. really paying attention to the fucking movie, because who cares? Oh, man. Yeah, that's it was so just an good. excuse to get drunk. It's so sick. It's so fucking good. I love that all movies are just mafia garbage <laughs> that they just do as money laundering. It's good. It's so funny. Oh, man. Uh, did you see that somebody said that, like, a, a popular uh, bear on Instagram, like a, like a grizzly bear on Russia or something, uh, it, like, they it just like randomly had a picture of of the bear posing with Steven Seagal <laughs> over the weekend. That's so tight. Like, cause he of course Steven Seagal hangs out with the the guys that own bears in Russia. Like naturally. Yeah. Uh, he, well, he's he's had yeah. He, he he probably is friends with the guy that owns all those minks or whatever. <laughs> so like yeah, that's that's his crew. Right. Um, that's his people. I like I that to... Steven Seagal is the only guy who's allowed to like travel across the world. <laughs> 
He is. He might be like, the. He's the dark Mister Worldwide compared to Pitbull's. <laughs> the Pitbull is the good Mister Worldwide, and and uh, it, Steven Seagal is the this evil. A, is this like the Man in Black and the Last Gunslinger situation? <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, they're they're chasing each other across the world. It's yeah. it's either that or Search it's like a Carmen Sandiego type situation. Oh, true. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up, uh, Gumshoes? Da- I can't. I can't do a Pitbull impression. Dale, I'm gumshoe. scared he's gonna beat me up if I do. Yeah. Oh man, can you imagine if Pitbull was in charge of of uh, the uh, Rockapellas though? Dude, man, that would they would crank out some good music. Some hot tracks, dude. Fuck. Um, I've got some. Ken Penders had a little bit of a meltdown over the week. That's right. Yeah, he he joined in on the meltdown May fun. Yeah, I I was uh, who boy. Yeah, so this is um, so Ken Penders he tweeted on June first. I'm convinced that a lot of the so-called toxicity of Sonic fandom is the result of a lot of autistic fans trying to express themselves and not sure how to respond when discussion veers into a disagreeable direction. It's an aspect of fandom no one wants to acknowledge, but it is needed. Um. And everybody rightfully replied to him like, what the fuck are you talking about? Ken Penders. And like, didn't you make whoa, a character? Whoa, whoa. Uh, didn't you, didn't you make a character that was underage that lost her virginity to an adult and something like uh, what's, what's wrong um, with you? Well, first things first, I, I want to, we're as journalists, I want to invite Ken Penders on the show to have an Aaron Sorkin esque um, debate. <laughs> yes. That's what we believe in here. Yes. Um, frankly, both we sides. need to hear both sides of the discussion. <laughs> Because this is such a normal and very um, intelligent thing to say. And it, it's not the dumbest shit I've ever read in my entire life. It's not the dumbest shit ever. And it's not um, the people that get mad at Ken Penders um, are just saying like, hey, man, you're really weird. And you wrote some weird stuff. Right. And it is very funny that he considers himself like a central part of the. He, he has He's the, the central pillar he... of the Sonic community. <laughs> He's one of the four pillars. He's the. I'm friends He's, with he... Sonic personally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care much for Sonic, but he, he has me on his speed dial cause I am needed. Like, yeah. Oh man. Like he really truly believes that like Sonic wouldn't be where it is today without, he, he went to Sonic two in the theaters and went, Oh no, oh, they kind of borrowed my ideas of making Sonic heroic and a, a friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, he really thinks that like he went to the so- highest grossing video game movie in America. I wonder where they got those ideas from. Hmm. Well, I'm reading some other tweets here. Um, I'm really touched by the number of autistic fans who have contacted me in recent days, despite communication difficulties that I was moved to comment that we all need to listen more to each other and try to overcome these challenges. I'm far from perfect, but I'm trying. Um, he said that on June 1st, but then uh, June 4th, uh, talk about politically correct, incorrect. Here's sugar <laughs> and spike cover that you could never get away with today, but that's the era I was born in and raised in. It was all politically incorrect. Even my favorite kids shows, Johnny Quest and Thunderbirds depicted inappropriate behavior. So he's just like, see guys, this is the stuff I grew up with. <laughs> I'm the tw- I, listen, I lived in an age of twisted little freaks and here we are now. Yeah. So like, uh, it's like, you can't, you can't be mad at me. Okay. I'm old. I'm also the pillar of this community. Um, he is a pillar of the community and that he creates a lot of tudes for me to read. I've got a, uh, <laughs> wait, have I already used this one? I can't have used this one already. Right. Hold on. I'm going to have to do a search here. If I've done this one, I'm going to be mad. Okay. I have not done this one. Okay. I've got, uh, I've got one Moritori Rex. 
is my toot of the week this week. What do you think? Is she is she a rapper? <laughs> rapper dinosaur mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, go on who, uh, who, who is all about that hustle it's all about that win and it's all about that grind it's all about that lean, <laughs> lean. <laughs> and she didn't even say lean it was drank or no she did say lean that one time and she it was lean. she did say lean i thought that was just out- vodka with uh i thought that was vodka with uh, uh jolly ranchers at the bottom <laughs> so cool man oh man i wish i was her Oh, so cool. I wish I was her. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Moritori Rex is not a woman and not a uh, white woman, uh, sadly. <laughs> it's not a, well, a cartoon character. A white cartoon character. Uh, Moritori Rex is white the former... White cartoon woman. The former... Well, excuse me, I am a white cartoon woman. I need to be paid attention to, please. Please. You need to listen to my music. Please, I need my... I... <laughs> um... This is this is shocker. A Ken Pender's Echidna that was created. Um, he is a former Grandmaster of the Dark Legion and grandson of the infamous Dimitri. He found himself no. becoming a spy for the Dark Legion when he was mistaken for Guardian Tobor, and no. brought to the uh, Brotherhood of Guardian secret base Haven. For many years, he tried to pass himself off as Tobor until his true identity was revealed by Knuckles. Following this, he rejoined the Dark Legion and served under Dimitri who had taken command. After the Dingo takeover of Angel Island, he was captured and studied by Dr. Phanitvis and thrown into the Twilight Zone along with the rest of the surviving Brotherhood members. Um, so, uh, as we all know, Dimitri was the uh, one of the, ev- the, the oldest of all the uh, Mobians and uh, fused with the power of the 11 Chaos Emeralds years ago and became uh, Enerjack. Um... And then he, and then after his power got stole, he replaced all of his body with cybernetics. So he's a big cybernetic monster man. Um, he actually did look really cool in the comics when he first arrived because he looked like fucking uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man. Like he, like, cool. it, it looks pretty cool. But then eventually he just became like a big glowing like uh, metal ball with like a face, or like he he became like a metal ball with tentacles that had a face. It was very weird. But anyway, uh, this is part of the evil Dark Dark Legion or Dark Brotherhood, whatever. Bro- Dark Legion. They have a Ken Penders. You gotta get some better names. Um, I'm starting to get the feeling this Ken Penders guy might be a bit of a hack. A little bit. Um, also, when he was disguised as Tobor, it looks like he was just wearing a Cyclops visor. Um, how did he get? How did he get uh, caught? Um, let's see. Uh, Knuckles found himself transported to Haven surrounded by his forefathers. Knowing Mor- Moritori Rex was an imposter, he played along until he was alone with him, and then he led Moritori Rex led Knuckles into a medical room, hoping to inject him with a toxin. Before he got the chance, Knuckles stopped him. They fought in hand-to-hand combat until he was forced to flee. Although Moritori was locked in a, was trapped in a locked-down room within Haven, he managed to teleport out. He left behind a message in an ancient dialect, which promised they would all make friends with death. Um... He got captured by Dr. Phanitvis, and then he got sent to the Twilight Zone. Um, he is both devious and malicious under personality section. Uh, he will use any means at his disposal to win a fight, even if it requires him to fight dirty. Um, let's see. Da, da, da. He's got his abilities. He has cybernetic implants, most notably his eyes, which were equipped to allow him to spy on the Prime Zone while still trapped in the tw- So he, he can see the real world while he's trapped in the Twilight Zone somehow. Um, and, uh, he likely has the ability to channel the chaos force like other guardians. Uh, so he's just like one of like 
a dozen uh, fucking cybernetic uh, echidnas. He doesn't look cool. That's that's the thing that I really don't like is he doesn't look cool like Dimitri <laughs> does. I want like he 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 just looks like a normal Knuckles the echidna, but he's wearing a yellow cape and he has like a metal dress and like he metal looks boots. Kind of like a sp- like a sprite redraw from a web comic. Be like Knuckles, I've come to kill you. <laughs> Yeah, like, but you fuck Knuckles, you fuck. I've come to fucking kill you, you fuck. That's the thing. So that's the thing about Ken Penders is that he has so many characters that are just different, like echidnas with different accessories on. They all kind of look like NFTs. Like they're just like you know, like this echidna has like this like Dragon Ball Z Power Scouter on, and uh, this one has a cape, and this one has uh, gray boots, and this one has green boots. And it's just like these all kind of look like the same guy, man. Uh, it's disappointing. Uh, but of course this is a pillar of the community and he's such an important character. How could we not talk about him? What do you think about, what was his name again? Moritori Rex. What do you think about this motherfucker? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just Ken Pender stuff, man. It's hit my brain. It's hitting my frontal lobe and it's being filtered into the, uh, same area when people try to talk to me about like crypto. Yeah. Look at all these cool characters. Which Ken Penders would turn into a crypto. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised uh, Julie Sue isn't like sold as like an NFT. Look at all these better echidnas uh, than than fucking Moratory Rex. This one's got like a fucking claw hand. Uh, <laughs> the other one was. He's like, got two claws. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, we've already talked about Meneker, I think, the son of Dimitri. Uh, <laughs> oh, Will. Oh, Will Meneker, the CIA asset, <laughs> son of Dimitri. <laughs> Oh, all these trust fund kids. One of them is the kid of a nerd jack. Isn't that annoying? Oh, I hate when it, I hate when it energack in this this fucking uh, crony capitalism. Um, <laughs> and and of course we've talked about Lian Da, the uh, the sexy echidna that wears basically like a fucking uh, f- full body leather suit and stuff. Uh, a cousin of Knuckles and descendant of Dimitri, a member of the Dark Legion. But like, but then you've just got fucking what's his face, Moratori Rex, who just looks like Knuckles, but wearing like a slightly different outfit. You, if you're gonna make it, yeah, Penders, character, you need to come onto the show and have our debate, and then apologize. You should still apologize to us. What I'm saying is, you should make these akinas sexier, Ken Penders. <laughs> Folks, we we Alan says it like it is. We, we need sexier echidnas. Um, definitely on the last episode, I said I was. Rep- Public crazy now. It's a leftist loon, but this time we'll come together and agree. Yeah, this is this is our our, our we're rallying to resort sanity to the Sonic <laughs> to the R two Sonic sexi- comics sexiness. The sa- well, because we the both agree to restore sexiness. We both agree the green M M&M needs to have her high heels back. <laughs> I do. I do feel very strongly about that. Yes, I think that like you you should be allowed to have high heels. Like people do like wearing high heels. It's not like inherently bad to have them. <laughs> also this is a piece well, of candy she can't play sports with the other uh M&Ms why are the m ms playing sports they're candy i can, why do they have to have <laughs> human characteristics i don't understand you don't like i like knowing that my food has a personality and that i you like knowing that the orange m&ms all have anxiety like why do you care <laughs> isn't it just enough to I have do, one <laughs> this is gonna be like that one episode of i yeah dude where <laughs> They got mad at each other and it turned out to be a gas leak. Yeah. How dare you, Alan? How dare you? I like having, I like my food having a personality. Fuck you. It's so fucking, it's so fucking weird, man. Like, why did the, the M&M's. I like that the, uh, I like that the Cinnamon Toast Crunch guys are eating each other all the time. 
It no, makes me feel better. Cool. Fuck that Wendell. Cool. That is cool. <laughs> Whoa, you would never say fuck Wendell. <laughs> I would never say fuck Wendell. God you want to be Wendell. I do want to be Wendell. I kind of look like Wendell. Maybe uh, for Halloween this year, I'll be Wendell for Halloween. You should be, you should be Wendell. You should do it. So, you should be Wendell. Maybe, maybe I should be. Um, the M&Ms, I only ever see them before movies now. That's the only time I see the M&Ms because I don't watch TV. I just see them like <laughs> tying each other to a rocket at the beginning of the, of the fucking trailers or whatever. Well, I mean, my dream is to get married at the M&M store in, <laughs> in Times Square. So, Damn, that's, that's beautiful, like, Russ. That, that would be the most beautiful. If any girls out there want to get engaged so I can get married at the Times Square M&M store. And have the M&Ms come out. Be my uh, ring bearer. And Do they flower. have big walk-around M&Ms? I, I, man, I don't know. That's a it would question. be so cool if, like, you you got down on one knee and then, like, all the M&Ms, <laughs> like, in their giant suits just, like, toddled out from behind, like, behind, like, a wall or something. <laughs> like, we go to a fancy, re- we go to the, uh, what's the, well, the Mars Cafe is closed. Are any of those uh, themed restaurants still open? You could go to Jekyll and Hyde if you want. Yeah, we'll go to Jackal and Hyde, but instead of the uh, the the spooky uh, waiter who's like, blah, blah, I want to take your order, I'll have an Eminem walk around character take yeah. our orders for us. Mm-hmm. But they'll be like, put the uh, put the uh, um, the ring in the sparkling water, please, because I know you can't serve alcohol here because you you lost your liquor license. Put the, I imagine at Jekyll and Hyde, there's like a, a bowl of spaghetti that you got to you put a blindfold on and put, move your hands around. Like, it's witch's hair. <laughs> that put would the be ring. a sick way to, pro- that would be such a sick way to propose is to put your, to do like the Halloween tricks, but then in the, in the bowl of grapes that are the eyeballs, you put a ring there. How about you, how about you, uh, you, you, you like, you, you trick your fiance into think you're doing the popcorn trick at the movie theater, <laughs> except it's just a <laughs> ring at the bottom. Like, Will you marry me at the screening of Spider-Man Far From Home? The most romantic movie of all time. Such a beautiful movie about something. Well, <laughs> no, you, you would need to do it during the sex scene in Eternals. That's the most so That's the, the most uh, beautiful human romance that's ever been depicted on screen. So, finally, the intimacy of human beings has been returned to the cinema. You know what I mean? For so long, these Marvel movies have been so sexless. sexless. And it's so good to have our friends back or whatever. It is so you know, good to have sex. I, I, I am. I, I've been rewatching all the, a lot of the Cronenberg movies in, in preparation for, uh, for crimes of the future. I was, uh, sorry, I was watching them for the last month and it's like, man, movies used to have like boobs and sex and weird stuff in it. <laughs> like, and, and then, and now, and now they've got, and now he's come up with even new wilder ways for people to have sex that don't even involve, uh, that don't even involve traditional, ways we would think about it there's some there's some weird stuff with holes that are cutting people's bodies that he does um and it's all fantastic he's he's nailed it um but then but now there's nothing i don't think anybody has sex in movies anymore we need to get rid of the scenes can you you know those people on twitter that were like we need to get rid of all the pointless sex scenes in movies (laughs) i want them to edit all the sex scenes out of all the cronenberg movies anything sexual edited out of there that's you funny. You don't you don't see the vagina tor you don't see like the fucking vagina VHS on uh on his torso in Videodrome. You don't see the lady's scar on the back of her leg that gets like uh fingered and licked in crash. You don't see any of that. It's just it's just like people being like nervous and then like it cuts to like the end. Right. Man. Also, movies used to be a lot sweatier. People used to be wet in movies. <laughs> it's true. 
people are dry, very dry now. Everybody's very I, well, dry. It's in that CGI. thing where it's like, it's like back in the day, you know, you were on a hot, sweaty, real set with like big hot lights staring down at you constantly. Yeah. And now you're in like a weird sound stage in the super, you know. You're in a refrigerator, uh, basically, somewhere. Yeah, you're in a refrigerator um, waving your arms around, which usually would make you sweatier, but in this instance, it doesn't. Yeah, well, that's the, that is another great thing about Triple R, Russ. Um, the special effects that you see during fight scenes is limited to just, like, wire fighting. So, like, Hell it will yeah. just be, like, a guy running up a stack of crates and then, like, getting lifted, like, 20 feet in the air while he does a karate kick or something. Um, and that I like seeing. I like seeing that. I want to... And, and they don't care that it lo- you can tell it's wire fighting. They don't give a shit. I like when movies look like movies. You know what I mean? This looks like a movie. I feel like so many movies look like just video game cutscenes now. Speaking of which, uh, have you watched any of that Halo yet? I did. Okay, I did start the first Halo episode yesterday, and it, it did make me laugh. It wasn't good. <laughs> mm. I love whenever you recommend something to start. Well, it's not good, but it was very funny because the first 10 minutes were like, I don't know, Stargate SG-1. I don't, I've never watched any of that. Like it a sci-fi like original. That, that level of production. But very serious, like sci-fi production, like, the damn UNSC from Earth are taking out rebels like us left and right. <clears throat> like very serious, like grim, dark sci-fi stuff. And then the, um, the covenant lands and it like turns all the humans into red mist. And you're like, Oh no, like put these, all these poor humans, how sad. And then master chief lands on the planet and starts doing all his fucking, it's like a, a message friend of the show. Um, Alex at molding X nine on Twitter. Like it is basically like the fucking um, Chronicles of Riddick. I start doing all the moves. Yeah, you put your pot- Master Chief just starts fucking doing all the moves. He pulls out the Gatling gun. He does. He drops to the ground and punches the ground. It's very sick. The one thing it's I very saw. Funny. The one thing I saw from Halo was like in the finale, he goes into first person mode or something. I'm like, fuck, he did it. He did the Halo. He does that a couple times in the first episode too, and he, and they even have the blinking noise that his shield is off. I'm like, who is this for? Like, for? I really don't know. It's for people who play Halo. I guess it's for 14-year-olds who are really into, like, Halo 6. Because, like, it's not... This is not the Halo I remember, but whatever. Well, I want to see, like, grunts running around screaming. I want to hear, like, the birthday sound when you hit get a headshot. <laughs> I want I want more of the goofy shit. But... Yeah. I don't want... And I one thing, I do not want to see Master Chief fuck. <laughs> you famously have... You've been saying that for years i don't want to see him fuck anybody except for cortana <laughs> well that's while wearing the helmet so you can imagine yourself behind the armor well that's the other thing they shouldn't let master chief show his face it's fucked up that they do that <laughs> i'm not even opposed to them showing master chief's face it is funny that they spent all this time like hyping it and then he's just like a white guy he like, looks like point- any other random soldier like like he looks like a creative character <laughs> he really does it is so funny that, like, for years and years, like, the only thing that could match the buildup is if it was, like, Tom Cruise or something. God, for, why is he not Tom Cruise? <laughs> yeah, just, uh, you know what? Why is he not Tom Cruise? <laughs> well, I don't think Tom Cruise is tall enough to be the chief, but... Nobody's tall enough to be the chief. He's, like, eight feet tall. You're... Okay, you got me there. He's a Spartan 3, right? He's, like, Spartan 4, I think. He's Spartan. Well, I think the Spartan fours were actually weaker because they came after Spartan. Well, I don't care. He's like ten feet tall. It doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, we gotta take this shit seriously. Well, I don't. I don't read the fucking Halo books. I don't. I don't know what was in those. 
I just know he's 10 feet tall. He wears like armor that's like a tank and he has a sexy blue lady in a hologram that lives in his head. <laughs> well, do you need for to me, know? Uh, uh... <laughs> the Arbiter is his friend. The Arbiter is his friend. He's, he's not friends with the Arbiter yet, is he? No, no, no. The Arbiter hasn't even shown up yet. That's fucked. I want to see some Arbiter guys. I want to see these. I want to see St. Haley or whatever. Uh, do you do you get to see like one of the the big brutes that looks like a gorilla guy? You see any of those guys? No, 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 nothing yet. It's just elites. There was one uh prophet, and he he had his big um vagina neck going yes yes. <laughs> cool. That's about it. Uh, here's the thing, Russ. Is it better than Obi than Obi Wan? <laughs> um, it was definitely more entertaining than Obi Wan. That's damn funnier. Right. It was definitely funnier. It made me less sad. You know what? That's about all you could really hope for. From from a Halo oh. show, it makes me less sad than thinking about the state of uh, <laughs> of Star Wars. Yeah, which is the saddest thing you could be sad about right now, right? Yeah, that's Probably? the worst. The worst thing happening <laughs> in the world right now is that the Star Wars stuff is not good. It's true, folks. It's true. Yeah, don't think about us. <laughs> hey, but you know what? Actually, our pizza segment was very negative, and our Sonic segment was uh, weirdly ne- negative too. Not like hateful, but well, so, we were uh, hateful. I towards guess we should Ken end Benders. with some. Po- yeah, we were hateful towards Ken. But he deserves. How it. should we end? But we were so positive at the beginning. How do we? How do we end the episode positive? Hmm. Uh, we need to talk about Dawn Brothers. <laughs> well, actually, I did have an idea for um uh like a quick uh segment, uh Fiend Watch. Fiend watch. Uh, Fiend watch. The fiend might be coming back. Bray Wyatt said something about the fiend. What the fuck? I thought he was gone for real. He might actually be in tonight's hell in a cell because of the info. I don't know why they would bring up hell in a cell 2019, which is when I stopped being like a um, squared circle guy. (laughs) That was like the day I was like, "Eh, I can't, I can't do this. Like wrestling is art stuff anymore. Um, but, uh, um, the fiend might return. So fiend watch, keep your eyes out. Fellow fiend heads, the fiend freaks. By now, the time this episode drops, he'll, he'll either be back or is still doing the thing. I Bray don't know Wyatt, why. Bray Wyatt left WWE, didn't he? Like, no, he got fired. They so, said he was too So what, what's he in now? Nothing. He's just been chilling. So what's he, what's, what's hell in the cell is he going to appear in? The WWE. People are saying there's a rumor that he's going to come back for this hell in a cell. Oh. The fuck with Cody Rhodes. That'd be funny. But like. It would be very funny for the fiend to come back and be very spooky towards Cody Rhodes. But like they would, they would bring him back. They would fire him and then bring him back just to do this. Yeah. Alan, if there's one thing we know about the WWE, it's that they're very consistent and all their plans make a lot of sense. And they that's don't, true. That's true. They constantly don't know what they're doing two months from now, even though there is sensibly hold, uh, hold when, I, when uh, I see, when I see Vince, I see a 5d chess master. Yeah, he's always 10 steps ahead. That's why he's friends with Trump, the two smartest guys on Earth. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Um, Don Brothers, though, what what is going on? What's going on in Don Brothers? Is that <laughs> so like I don't watch Sentai shows, so I watch fucking Don Brothers and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, our... it's kind of like going from like zero to 60. <laughs> like it's like my idea of Sentai shows is like Power Rangers from the 90s. Right. So like I'm watching this and there's like they live glasses. So you're like so do they hang out like the community center and like practice karate and learn like no it's a girl, lessons at the end of every week. It's a girl, a wife guy, and then some assholes, just some real assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so sick, dude. And, and also the wife guy turns into like 
he turns into CGI sometimes. It gets big legs. <laughs> yeah, it is very sick. Yeah, it's the new Super <sighs> Sentai show, Don Brothers. Um, the wife guy, uh, Alan, can I give you... It's not a... Pl- I don't care about spoilers. It is a spoil. Okay. Um, the wife guy does kill a man at some point for his Fuck wife. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> Which is like... He's just like me whoa. for real. <laughs> yeah, he, kill- he kills a man for his wife. Like, you disrespected my wife and you will die. This is real. Um, he's sick. It is uncompromising. It's, it's the sickest shit I've ever seen in my life. The other thing is, I don't uh, know anything about the Momotaro legend, so, like, I don't know. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff about, like, uh, like, Don, 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 going down the river, and, like, Don, uh, Peach guy, like, the little tiny guy in a peach, and I'm like, what's going on here? Like, yeah, it's very sick. Like, have sister. you met the blue guy yet? Is the blue ranger or the blue... He's an asshole. He's just, yet. like, an asshole. Like, he's... No, he's sick. I love... He's he's just like me for real. He's my... Dr- he lives my dream. He's the just one that, like, guy who- the girl thought that he was, like, her savior or whatever. He was gonna save her, and he's just like, Get the fuck out of my way. He's like pushed her <laughs> over. Like he's you sure you're not thinking about the Black Ranger in this? Oh, uh The Blue oh. Ranger is like the the professor? Oh no, no, no. I'm thinking of the guy with like blue contacts on that like has like a No, that's not the blue that is not the blue Sentai. He's he's a bad guy. Okay, that's what I thought. There's like two guys that like appear. There's like one dude that like carries a spear have, around. I don't think you actually met the Blue Ranger yet. He's my favorite character in fiction right now. And he's like my favorite guy. I'm gonna go watch some Dawn Brothers after this because I gotta <laughs> see what's going on with the Shadow the Hedgehog dude. The Blue Ra- the Shadow the Hedgehog dude's very good, but the Blue Ra- should I just tell you what the blue the Blue Sentai guy is? Yeah, just tell me the thing. He is a man who refuses to get a job because Buddy is the root of all greed, and Badass. all he does is walk around and he gives people like advice and does haikus. <laughs> pretty cool pretty cool he just hangs out that's his life and he's like drawing watercolors and like people will show up and be like please give me advice he like gives like open-ended advice it's so sick he's so cool everybody, i want to be him everybody in don brothers is like way cooler than anything i've seen <laughs> and like it, it is doing like the triple r effect to me it's like why aren't these guys on my tv like when i turn on this <laughs> why am i stuck with like uh, Ewan looking sad having to do Star Wars again. Like, can I? Why am I stuck with like Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, all these Chris's? <laughs> Why am I stuck with these guys who are like eat nothing but chicken breast and just like the, are like, oh, I feel sick all the time. Like, are like these guys that just like, take HGH, dudes, like boring. Yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see like a like a schlubby Japanese guy like get turned into like a big pink bird. Like that's all I want to see. Please, it's true. It's true. I either want to see that or I want to see like two of the most handsome and charming Indian guys ever doing like a dance routine and then also kicking the shit out of like some British people. I want to see so that true. happen, man. I need to go like watch the, the those guys. Like, why aren't they in? Why are this is what I see every time I see a foreign movie. I'm like, why aren't these guys in our movies? Because I, I want to see them in a movie where they speak English. So I can understand what they're saying. Like, I want to see them in like at the theater. I want to go sit down and, and eat some popcorn and watch this shit. But these guys are, we, we just live in a bad country. Is the, is well, we can, we can, well, what, what happens when the stars over, overtake the, uh, the franchise itself, then it, then the franchise is less important than the star. Like, oh, can we, you think of a thought where there's a Marvel movie where the actor is more important than the character that they're portraying? Sickening. The thought disgusts me. No, these are, well, these are our mythic heroes. This is the new pantheon. <laughs> A yeah, fucking, a fucking druid in Kingo, and, uh... <laughs> you know, you know, I'm always looking at Greek pantheons, and I'm like, hmm, it's kind of like, uh, what, who is the druid of Greek mythology, you know? Yeah. 
Man, that's so fucking stupid. That's so fucking stupid. It's the, I fucking hate it. Hey, but Thor love and thunder, <laughs> baby. Oh, my God. Taika, he's an innovator. He's going to make another anti-colonial masterpiece or whatever. I I'm love an anti-colonial you, masterpiece that stars, that stars a white guy with blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited for this to be the... I think this one's going to be like the Thor, Thor Love and Thunder takes on toxic masculinity. Finally, Thor goes, sits he, his ass down and listens and goes to damn therapy. He's going to call out Zeus. He's going to listen. Zeus, your bullshit is all, just like LeBron taking on Pepe Le Pew. God, that man, it is exactly that. <laughs> if you think about it, finally, finally, Hollywood is finally um, uh, taking on its past is all I'm saying. There is. So I don't want to talk to the boys has weirdly become like the most radical show on TV somehow. And I don't know how right. that's happened anymore, but there's a whole thing in this season where like, so after one of the superheroes Stormfront was revealed to be like a literal Nazi experiment from like 1900 in last season, uh, the company in charge of all the superheroes has rebranded and has, has went all in on, uh, on uh, trying to get some diversity points out there. So like at their, at their Disney world, there's like a, there's like a diversity land and there's like, you can get like LGBT themed, like uh, funnel cake and stuff. Uh, <laughs> But, but meanwhile, uh, but, but then you go to the theater where you watch a movie about their version of Captain America. And he's like, I'm turning in this list of, of suspected communists. <laughs> so awesome. Dude. And also the big thing about this one is they're like, Hmm. Yeah. Homelander is kind of like a psycho Nazi genocide guy who went, who like lost his mind on TV and talked about how he's being canceled and he's not going to listen to people anymore. But when he had him on the same screen, when we had him on there at the same time as the woke woman, we got 98% engagement uh, across all demographics. So we're just going to keep both of them here and just, you know, <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow, that's actually what politics is, huh? <laughs> that's just the, right. you just, you, you either uh, like the, the lib who, who has kind of good ideas or you like the guy that owns them and makes fun of them. And it's just like between those two, you just, they just keep your attention. And you just watch it all the time. It's good. I like watching my shows. It, it, we like it. We like, <clears throat> we love when, you know, we have two people to argue about problems that will never get fixed. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it's good. We like, we like it when there's a, and also um, anybody who, who cares, who like publicly supports a U.S. politician and also makes fun of the, the British monarchy, I'm going to fucking strangle you to death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to strangle you because you like. I will. You, you, you're literally just like, I want Hillary to be back in because she knows what she's doing. Cause she was married to the guy who was the guy before, or like, I want Biden to be he the guy because he was the budget, but, but I want Biden to be the president because he was friends with the other president before right. he was his best friend. How, right. How does movie Bob feel about all this? Though? That's the thing. I need to find out how movie Bob feels about all this. Oh, boy. He probably likes the boys. Can you imagine he, well that he might not like the boys because there is a part in this where uh, one of the characters wife left him for a, uh, like a Funko pop guy, like a white nerdy guy that loves superheroes and collects like Legos and stuff. And there's a scene of him watching Homelander, like going on his hand, his fucking cancel culture speech. And he's just like nodding at the screen. Like, yes, yes. He's doing the sickos meme. So sick. And it's just like, no, you're right. Actually. It's like, that is like, uh, this is like how Funko guys get radicalized. <laughs> like, uh, it's true. The Funko pot to pipeline, Funko to fascist pipeline, Funko to fascist pipeline. It's that, it, it, and it's like, oh yeah, we literally just saw that happen with the Johnny Depp thing, where everybody on fucking Reddit ever was suddenly became the biggest Johnny Depp fan for some reason. 
fucking right. insane. They, they love Betty and June. They, I don't, man, like, he's, has he been in a movie that people liked? Like, has he been in a movie hey, that people liked in, like, the last decade? Are they just, hey. <laughs> are they just thinking about Pirates of the Caribbean? Maybe. I don't know. Hey, hey. Do they like the Mad Hatter? <laughs> you know me. I'm, uh, listen, I stand the Mad Hatter, but I, I've been doing it since, uh, I've never seen the movie, but I'm a big fan of the Mad Hatter. I mean, I like the Mad Hatter from the Bugmane shirt. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason. And also, again, once again, Bugman <laughs> predicted the future here somehow. I don't know how this happened. But like, yeah, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp is just like this Joker character in, in society now. People like him. He's like the real life Joker to, to Reddit guys because he uh, like abused his wife and got away with it somehow. It's like, what the fuck He's is the going fucking <laughs> so nuts? It's the most insane well, thing that's ever happened. I feel like I have to weigh in on it because I'm an American citizen and it's my civic duty. to Everybody to has to weigh on every issue. That's why we right. have them. So you can weigh in on them and then make a consumer choice based on those of, of, on <laughs> what side. So which one right. are you? It's true. It's yeah. true. Oh, man. Well, Alan, what a positive episode. Yeah, we ended positively. Hey, guess what? I'm growing organs that synthesize plastic. <laughs> it's great, baby. Oh, hell yeah. That's, that's the future we get to look forward to. We get to look forward to, in the future, the microplastics in our blood might not hurt us. We might be able to digest it and not die. That's the future that we get to look good. forward to. I cannot wait. Uh, anyway, I guess until next week, uh, develop some new organs and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. finally, you know, ha- me and Alan next week, new organs, check it out. New organs, new me, new, new organ. <laughs> I'm going to, what, what body part should I get an extra of? Just put it in there. Should I put an extra kidney in there just to be cool? I, I mean, yeah, it'd be good. You could, you could really filter your piss down. You only need one, but, uh, <laughs> what about three? I would like another liver. I think. You could, you oh, could, that's because you're much, a damn party animal. Yeah, imagine how much I could fucking drink. I could do a whole, I could drink a whole keg, and it won't even stop me. So sick, dude. Well, I mean, obviously, I would like another tongue. That would be the thing. If I could get, if I could get a, a true, a true forked tongue. <laughs> the dual wielding feet. I'm a dual wielding tongues. Five E. I prefer to think of his power stancing my tongue. What is it? What is it? The double ended reed is the oboe, right? Yeah, that's a double reed. I think you could play. You could become the world's greatest oboe player. I could become the world's greatest oboe player. Um, when you when you wheel when you dual wield your uh, your tongue, you actually get a damage boost versus uh, one handing it, and also the strength requirement yeah, right. goes down on it. Oh man. Anyway, I guess until next week, uh, everyone, uh, grow new organ and uh, live and learn. Uh, live and learn.